Hey, listeners. We decided to do a quickie today because... Hey, this is Future Us. Um, we done fucked up. Uh, yeah. Well, see, we just said that we sat down to record a quickie. As you're about to tell, and you can probably tell by the timestamp on the episode... It's not. <laughs> yeah. So, just wanted to add that little note in there. We fucked up. We fucked up. We're sorry. Enjoy. We're sorry. We were just uh, sitting around bullshitting. Yeah, like we do. As we do. As we do. As we do. And some some real interesting. (laughs) It's like, you've heard us. Some some real interesting (laughs) drivel was pouring out of our mouth. But it was um, interesting. Uh, God knows when this episode will be posted or whatnot, but uh, so, so we were talking about NFTs. We were talking about NFTs and, and how the metaverse. This is the moment we didn't realize we fucked up. I don't think either of any of us. You might understand them. I understand like how they work, the function of them in, in our culture and everything. I own some. I just don't understand like actually owning the NFTs. It's just it's stupid to me. But I also. Don't get me wrong. I also don't understand owning any art at all, like those exorbitant prices. Exorbitant prices. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. cool. You have the original Mona Lisa or whatever, right? I can just take a fucking picture of the Mona Lisa, right? You're not allowed to, technically. I don't think. No. And I know that's still. No, some, you have to buy. There's some, there's some things with the that. authorized license. Either way, I can spend five dollars with like a, a postcard of <laughs> it. Think either way, I can have that image for literally. I think not when you, when you go see it at the Louvre, I think it's literally shown by like three mirrors, so you're not even seeing the actual painting. I'm you're sure that's a reflection of the painting, and that's well, so that, you can take. That's some up. typical marketing kind of bullshit Shit. too. But scarcity and hype. Oh my god, you can't have the normie people just enjoying things. Scarcity and hype determine value. <laughs> that's why I call them novelty FTs. It, yeah. it, it basically. I think that's what it is, and I can't wait to see once the novelty wears off of this new movement of, of digital ownership. Again, I understand the function of I, – I love the idea of the digital ownership and the transaction is put on the blockchain. It's That's why it's, it's non-fungible. Yeah. There's, there's a complete 100% record of you own this, you bought this, it's yours or, you know – Understand, I understand the function, but why even own digital art? Like, I can just take a screenshot of your fucking stupid JPEG you paid $80,000 for and put it on my background, and what are you going to do about it? But you don't have the original. It's about, I don't give it's a about shit. flexing, though, Brady. It's That's a, what it's, it's always about. I've never, do, have we seen the original meme that someone made ever on the internet? Do we care? Do we care? See, I think that's part of our generation when we're breaking <laughs> so many things. Couple. We don't. I've made a couple too. I have too, but we don't care. I don't want to. I don't care about. I don't even care about attribution. Now, there is there is an argument it's to like be had. Being a joke. Yeah, there's there's an obvious argument to be had. Obviously, some people spend probably countless hours making some of these beautiful pieces of art, and I'm not trying to discredit the art because a lot of it's really good. Also, that's what patrons but are for. Again. I can just take a screenshot and put it on my desktop on my computer or on my phone and send it virally over the internet to everyone. But see, and the, nobody gives a fucking shit. The lack of understanding not, of how they work in the novelty is what one, makes them work. That's not an NFT. That's just a picture. But I don't care. I'm, y- yeah, but someone does. The and NFT itself the is thing. just a picture. Some right? people care about things because they care about things. I, I can appreciate vintage comics and the fact that they have value. I'm not going to pay money for them. Well, there you or go. Or action uh-huh. figures or Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies. Beanie, which, yeah, that was a weird thing. It still is a thing. So is NFT, the, this movement and stuff, similar to how that Beanie Baby kinda, craze was like, it, like, gotta better collect them all, like it's, Pokemon. It's a dragon complex. It's I a, need more dice. Where are my dice? Yeah, you're right, it is a dragon. It's a dragon complex. The technology is going to benefit humans when it comes to like peer-to-peer yeah. lending, decentralized banking. There's some real estate transactions. There's, it's going to take out mm-hmm. a lot of the middle people. Yeah, <laughs> and I believe that there's... Good I love the blockchain because of that. Yeah. 
<coughs> no more. Him. He has no a more, lung NFT. Sorry, guys. He has a lung NFT. <laughs> I got an NFT in my lung. Yeah. Uh, I did that wrong hole thing that we all do every once in a while. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. We got um, real excited about this because you were talking about yeah. how you played VR for three hours. I did. So I played I, VR I for three hours. I'll, I'll get to that. So okay. before I get to that, I'm just like, I, I, I love the, the blockchain because everybody knows there's a lot of fuckery going on with money in the world. Oh, absolutely. And uh, this, like the blockchain completely just eliminates all that fuckery. Like, honestly, how, do, how can you make phony, like, ledgers if it's all permanent? Well, there's more fuckery on the blockchain, but it's different fuckery. And it's so a different it, kind it, of fuckery. It's an equality well, fuckery because exactly. it's not just a few hundred people deciding for yeah. everybody else. It's it's like a free-for-all. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that because there's a few hundred people on, like, even Hive where it's like they have a lot of them. They have a lot of the juice and then everybody else is like... Here's like half a penny. Yeah, like, but I've also seen all those little people band together and destroy and take over. Because a rich guy tried to ruin our blockchain, do a hostile takeover, and we really? started a new one. I'll go look up the Steam Wars. Oh, is that the Steam Wars? Yeah. Here's the good thing about decentralized money, like like all of these different cryptocurrencies, mm-hmm. is that there is a lot of them. Oh, there's unending. It's not just the U.S. dollar. Yeah. And then like- see what that's what you have. You could you could. You could convert it to like Canadian dollars. What the fuck is the point of that? You know what I mean? But with well, cryptocurrency, it's like, oh, some some really bad fuckery is going on with. Let's just use an example. This is completely hypothetical. There's nothing going on with Ethereum. But let's just say some fuckery goes on with the with Ethereum blockchain. You're not probably will never happen, but because that's uh, one of the bigger ones, and whoa. they're they're a lot it's more a, moderated. But you know. you're ba- you're not bound to use just it, is what you're saying. It gave- yeah, you can switch. Okay, let's just all go buy Doge. You know, whatever. We also have to remember that, like, so, what is it? What was it? Peru is actually El like, Salvador. Oh, El Salvador is officially using. Uh, They're pegged to Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's official. Tenure. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. I'm not smart enough I'm to know that. To see how that is, and that's, it's a good working and that's what experiment. Will happen, though, though yeah. is that like governments we'll will just out. be like, oh, well, our dollar is now. A, well, a it functions very similarly to how banks keep track of digital transactions already. It's just we there's no transparency It'll to be, their ledgers. They don't well, have to. Because they can just print money. As, they can just add ones and zeros out of thin air because there's no, like, you don't have to solve cryptograms to actually create the block to store the ledger. Well, banks are only they responsible just make the to their shareholders in the SEC. Like, yeah. they don't have to At, answer to anybody, and the even their Reserve, own customers. They, they hose them all the time. Yeah. Well, they, they, owe, they pretty much it's only it. answer to the Federal Reserve now because that's who all of them owe all of the money that's in their bank to now. So. Yeah. Because every bank has borrowed lots and lots of money from the Fed now, from, so the Fed basically owns the world. So yeah, it's like, kind of what it is. From a lot of like the uh, like the game lit books that I've ever read, where they all talk about like the immersive VR stuff, they all talk about how like there's a turning point where they introduce like a game, and then it just supplements reality, and then the currency that's in the game becomes the currency on the outside, and that's what because the, that's, that's how, how valuable it is. It's exactly how the and, metaverse is going to operate, and that's the thing is that it, there's just going to be a buy-in. Yeah. And you're going to convert your U.S. dollars into, you know, what is MetaCoins, whatever the yeah. fuck they're... They're probably going to be called MetaCoins. It's probably going to be something like that, yeah. Like MetaJuice. It's going to have some or... stupid, fancy, weird marketing well, they name. announced they were going to have their own crypto before they changed their name. Like, right. this was two years ago. I wonder ago. if it'll just be Meta. I've, I've talked probably. about this before, but in the show, Mr. Robot, I have my theories now. I was thinking about this a lot. I have the my other. theories. So, like, again, so, like, the, the main character does, like, this big hack and takes down everybody's debt. From the banks. Yeah. Don't ask me how this works. Like, it's imaginary, okay? I really want to do it's that. It's a big fucking hack, out. right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the ending of Fight Club, where it's like, we're going to blow up all of the credit card company buildings so that all of the records are exterminated, because this was before, like, the mass internet digital currency age. Before cloud yeah, storage. Like, yeah, it was so the idea, was, the idea worked better back then. 
But like at the end, he sorry spoiler alert. It's a fucking old movie. Go fuck yourself. It's like watch Fight Club. Goddamn it! If you haven't seen it, I remember someone told it's like it was a spoiler from Episode Four, like Star Wars. It's like if you haven't seen it, fuck you. Yeah, seriously. Fifty years old. The movie's fucking older than goddamn dirt. So in Fight Club, like at the end, he blows up all the like credit card buildings to try to wipe out all debt. Right. Right. So I guess they just expanded on the concept for Mister Robot. So they did this big hack. And his goal was to just eliminate everybody's record of their debt, and we can start scratch. Well, when that happened, uh, you know what the the response was? Okay, so all this big bank at the time, E Corporation, uh, you know, because they have they just they can't be too creative with the name, so they just have to call it Evil Corporation. You know, fucking be. TV show. They um, uh, created a, a cryptocurrency and then lobbied the government to adopt that as the main currency for the world. And my theory is, I'm wondering like. They provoked the hack by the main character in order to drop the cryptocurrency because then, like, the further seasons was all about, oh, shit, well, that actually backfired on the hack backfired. Now the whole world's even more fucked. And then, like, then the deeper conspiracy of the deep state gets unraveled. It was really cool, but... It became all inside. It's a really, really cool show. Like, you gotta go watch it. The problem is is that, like, it's... There's... It's like somebody's playing four-dimensional chess in a five-dimensional world kind of thing. Yeah. Honestly, I just worry if I have enough toilet paper at home. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm, that's what most of us really all, all I had to worry about the end of the this day. morning. I just, yeah. I, I can't. Well, most of us don't have back hurts the time up. or the resources yeah. to be able to just stay solely in thinking world. Like, you, you've it's, got real I, life to live. There's so <laughs> many moving parts. Well, some, Reality has so many moving parts, there's only so much I can focus on. I know, that's the thing. You, But that's why you can only, like, focus on segments at a time. You can't... I don't think anyone can really see the big picture. Even the people who are playing the 4D chess... I'm sure struggle, and that's why they have like massive, massive amounts of competing. people involved in the conspiracies that they do. And I'm not even—I don't even want to talk about the conspiracies. But there's literally people colluding, whether for good or for bad. People are colluding in big things, like the Great Reset is literally a conspiracy. It's literally people colluding to make big changes for the future, whether they're good or bad. Whether it's debatable. Are bad or good? For, yeah, you don't. You can debate that forever, but it is literally what the definition of a conspiracy is. So. Well, and let's think about it. We can't keep going and using the way we are currently as a species and survive. Uh, that's true. Like I said before, adapt. I think, you know, it's hard to argue with the Great Reset at some times because when you really think about things, again, can't think about every facet and the, all the moving parts, but when you think about the bigger picture summarized in your head, it's like, we kind of are fucking destroying the planet a little bit. and oh, the, just a little bit. I, it, there is an overpopulation problem. Oh, um, just a little bit. We are Not just, in the Western countries, yeah, though. So our, the idea is, do we get the other developing countries up here, and then they'll have the same phenomenon as we do, or not? Is it I mean, everyone's... Either way, like, I think it's... Even if it's not a population problem in general, you can also just point the... Yeah, you can point the blame at just consumerism technically well and no, i'm not being like anti-consumerism here but if you if you really look at it it's like consumption is the issue we are it's pulling a, a lot of resources out of the earth and we are and there are a finite making amount. beanie babies and nfts and shit well and as, as long as we are <laughs> ingenuity you know making new ways to do things with taking less, there's ways to overcome some of these problems i've seen like you see these really neat innovations that people come up with that yeah. use less and like, what was I reading? Oh, so the new... A lot of people did are you doing see the new car that Mercedes made, that could their their concept car that could go 600 miles on one charge? That's pretty good. It's leather go in there. Mercedes. The leather inside is vegan. Why does that have to be 80,000 bajillion dollars? Well, the though? thing is, is this car is fascinating. Everybody should have one of those. Because the, the battery 
is it really expensive to pull out of the earth? Well, and, and, and how that's, long I know. is the battery going to function? How many and batteries also, can we make Randy, until we run out of lithium? You drove in Winnipeg. Yeah. It's cold. Cold is the you know the enemy of batteries. So I want to have was, I want to ask questions about some. Well, that of this was stuff. someone he proposed that like it's like hey this is a traffic jam on I ninety four in New England. Imagine if these cars were electric. Their yes. power is gone. They have no way to generate heat. Those people are dying because they're going to be there for the next for 10 the next, hours. But That's everybody below true. the Mason-Dixon line in Cal- Southern California, having an electric car makes a genius amount of sense. Yeah. But the thing is, is that the people that live in those northern states are using that as a rallying cry to... It's like, Democrats want you to die because they want you to use an electric car, and they don't understand because so, they're from California. So here's a, here's yeah. an interesting... Um, not, they don't understand weather. They we're don't not understand having, the two what, seasons of summer said, and fire. We're not having a nuanced conversation. We're having a tribalist one. Yeah, and that's the problem. But the problem is, is that we're all tribal anyways. I, yeah. it's a, I, it, we, I think it always has to start with a tribal tri-hoes. conversation. Oh, the, the Tridahoans. The Tridahoans, My friend sent me a little snap from the Sandpoint local community Facebook page that says... You know, I'm native Californian, and I thought I'd give Idaho a try. Your winters are really horrible so far, but your summers make up for it. And it was just the tone of it that made me mad, because I don't care where someone lives. Uh-huh. But this, it's like, I'm going to lower myself to come try where you live. And it's like, it's that attitude they think is a problem worldwide. It's like, I know oh, better absolutely. than you. I'm going to bless you with my presence, because you're idiots. But then they clog up our roads falling off of it. Yeah, and, and these forty on bare roads. Yeah, those those yeah, types I of people aren't even the ones ruining Twitter. That's the funny part. <laughs> no, they're just ruining neighborhoods because <laughs> no. they move here, and and then they all did you? They're know ruining the of, real world. Did you know one out of five Americans got a dog during the pandemic? Because I'm having problems. Out um, here. Okay, and in one sense, it makes sense if like you're lonely, and need companionship. But I think that you need to like think the about it longer. Spot dogs. A lot of people do these things impulsively, though, and they don't think about like, okay, I have to take care of this fucking dog. Well, that's like all the people that moved here. You know, the Tridahoans. They all moved in my neighborhood out here in the yeah. woods, and they don't understand. That we we had to pull one guy out, our neighbor from that state that shall not be named, three times in twenty four hours. That you brought up three times. That I brought up. Okay, but the thing is, is it's like, and he asked my husband. He's like. Is it is this normal? That's what he said about the weather. Guys, yeah. this is normal. Our um, weather's been bad. It's normal, yeah. I mean, the last couple I mean, of years winters like this only happen mild. every so I mean, yeah. Like, but but it's only years. Like, this was like an 08. Yeah. This is this is what we literally expect every but, year when we prepare for but winter. But when you move in the country, winter happens every year. You have to prepare for it, mm-hmm. and then like you don't let someone took a toe strap up to your your um. Steer your sway bars and bend your car, which is what he did. I mean, There's you can do that if you don't just fucking you don't want to wrench on car. it. You don't give it the beans. Oh no, it you'll bent, be fine. It bent him. Yeah, you know, there's just all of this stuff, and I'm thinking, did you not look? I think that's the thing is people don't think about. They're just like, I want to do this because it's cool. Well, it's yeah, cool to like it's the impulsive. Like the I tried to hoe and thing. A lot of I people just get these impulses. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was or cheaper. Or these backwoods people, we can show them how to live. We can show them how to eat. I heard it was cheaper. Yeah. yeah. I, we can go fix the backwood hicks <coughs> and with well, our I California like that, knowledge. I'm sorry, state. That should be not named. And I actually love that state. That's the thing. I know a lot of good people in that state. Mm-hmm. It's the culture that I get mad about. Really? It's, it's a big state, though. Yeah. It's a country. It's mainly the fucking idiots from L.A. Let's be real. Come on. Yeah. Well, and you don't move somewhere. Southern and get California out, is a mess. And, yeah. and go out in public, either whether it's virtual public or public public, and be like, your place, I'll try it, even though it, it implies yeah. that you think it's less than. It's the um, it's the um, Homesteading Plus oh, it program. Is. Yeah. Oh. They're like, I want my free trial. I would never go to somewhere and be like, eh, I just want my one year free trial of Idaho, please. And then, they, and then they share their password with all the others and they all come up and. Oh, uh, profile. Yeah. Oh, that's a profile. God pro- damn it. That- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, look, there is a downside. 
to sharing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the socialist passport At what point is sharing no longer caring? Yeah. <laughs> when it was never caring to begin well, with. Well, how do we fix it, though? How do we fix it? That, I don't that's, know. I'm trying I don't, to be... I, I always like to throw things... With love and logic, ask, Katie. Yeah, ask the listeners, like, what do you think we should do? Yeah, no, that's a good this idea. Is supposed to Get be on a short Because we are Discord. not ranting, like, you know, the 65-year-old grandpa at the diner, which I love you, 65-year-old grandpa. Yeah. I listen to or a lot of mall. you. Oh, man, old dudes at the mall. Oh, I, dude. I really want to interview some of them, because uh, they were really spinning I, some yarns. I promise someday we'll start doing interviews. I, it's just... I, I had to do issue. my grocery shopping yesterday, and, like, the store itself was fine <laughs> until I got to check out. Uh-oh. And I'm at the Winco, and... Oh, no. Oh, no. The oh, Winco... No. The Winco. The, the Winco has a system that is interesting, where there's a line that breaks off into smaller lines, it's so you... British. Can, except for the one line Sounds to like Register it. 6, when are they gonna put 20 a people deep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is just one line of people, and I'm like, well, I ain't gonna stand in that line. No. And the problem was is that I was, like, the third person in this line, but I was basically at the start of where it is. So the people behind me thought I was waiting for an opening. Oh. Uh, and so I can hear them behind me like, this is ridiculous. God, this is taking so long. Why aren't they opening more registers? And it's just like a thousand Rondas because I can't use the K word because of my Rondas. Yeah, we can yeah. change it to Rondas. And that was, but I know a nice was, Rhonda. Can yeah. we just make up a name that no one has? Uh, that's impossible. Yeah, we can. I mean, we could just call them the Entitled, but... Entitled? We just call them Voldemort's. I'll come up with a word. Voldemort's. <laughs> that's a name that's hated. <laughs> Entitled. Umbridges. Umbridges. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Umbridges. The Dolores. But I. <laughs> the, For all you non nerds, it's a Harry Potter reference. The worst, the most evil character in Harry Potter is not Voldemort, it's, it's Dolores Umbridge. Absolutely. She's, Maybe that was no, the whole point of the She's worse than him. That's why I said she's absolutely. the worst. That's she what is I meant. the worst. Dolores Umbridge. The DUs. Uh, the man. DUs. <laughs> the DUs, man. The DUs. The umbies. The umbies, yeah. Umbies. I can The umbies. Okay, so the umbies. Hashtag like my umbies. Hashtag not all umbies. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to start. <laughs> there can't be any. <laughs> okay, hashtag but... all umbies. All umbies. <laughs> every umbrage. Every D. Every because D-U. we take umbrage. I feel like umbrage. Celine's going to absolutely approve of this conversation. Any Harry Potter person. I, I really think Is there anyone like, that likes you know Dolores what? Umbridge? She's I horrifying. Don't think so. Actually, no, we were watching that fucking Harry Potter trivia thing on HBO, and there's this dude on the slither inside, and he's <laughs> like. Umbridge is my favorite character. Of course, and it triggers Celine so oh. hard. I'm like, I feel like, oh, oh, if so. she had a little bit less self control, our TV would have been snapped in half. Just and, and then she would have found that guy and probably and hung then you him. just want to break him because it's like, no, she's a monster. Yeah, like Voldemort's evil, but she's a monster. But Voldemort was. I feel like the guy was an edge lord though. He's probably one of those like four chan edge lord neckbeard. He's a fucking chan tard. Uh, like, let's it. be real. Okay, so we'll nobody, go nobody likes Umbridge. Umbridge. He was I trying can, to fucking piss people off. Umbies or don't umbies. be an Umbie. In don't fact, I want a shirt with Dolores on it with a circle and a slash through it. And don't be an Umbie. No Her umbies. face like on a, on a bumblebee body or something. Yeah. The yeah. So now we're starting a movement to to, to stop let's get rid of Karen, Karen shaming. Because all the Karens I know are nice. Yeah. yeah. Give, them, give them a name that's actually like a negative connotation. And and to be fair, the lady that plays Dolores Umbridge in the movies is one of my favorite British actresses. Like, she's good in every show she's in. It's just the character. I hate so much. Yeah, very true. The character she played that beautifully. Yeah. Well, yeah. how many people have had to play Hitler? Like the guy who played Hitler in the in Inglorious Bastards. True. Probably We're, a great uh, guy, but sadly had to play a monster. Also said character. Hate the character. Yeah. So there, hey, there was a character someone supposed had to be play hated. Hitler in like a bunch of different movies. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo, there's Jojo. Can Rabbit, we make a movie about? Last can we make a movie about people who have to play Hitler in movies? 
So a meta Hitler? <laughs> yeah, a meta Hitler movie. <laughs> meta- because it's like and I imagine. want to star Nick Cage yeah. for some reason. That, oh my god, the yes. The trailer of that movie. Nick Cage me, about. Yes. There's a meta Nick Cage movie coming out. Did Have you, we showed it to you? Did we show you the He's trailer? the only actor in the movie too. Have we showed Figured you this out? Have we showed you the uh, the meta Nick Cage movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and I'm so the, excited the, for it. The unbearable way to I'm excited talent. for more meta movies. I don't know about this metaverse shit, but meta, meta movies, movies are. I mean, Self awareness. I love is the funny. movie. Um, this is the end. Oh yeah. Or it's like the Seth Rogen group of comedians from from Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, they made that movie about being trapped at a at a Hollywood celebrity party, and then the apocalypse, the, the, the rapture, the literal like biblical rapture starts happening. Yeah. Fucking Channing Tatum. Apparently he was like so excited to play that the ten seconds in the movie where he was like the gift for for um for Danny McBride. I haven't yeah. seen that movie in a long time. I, I guess he's like they even <laughs> they were like beating around the bush trying to like like <clears throat> like convince him to do the movie, and he was just like, you yeah, know, I'm fucking on board. He's like, let's do this. And he's like, well, and they were, they were still nervous about it because they knew the kind of part it was going to be, and they were like, they're like, you don't. I mean, most of it's going to be in a mask. Like, you're only going to have to show your face for five seconds. Like, we can use a, a double. And he's like, no, fuck, I'm going to do the whole thing. He has a good it's sense of humor. I, I, I love Channing Tatum. He's, he's so hilarious. Himself. Yeah, like is, 21 and 22 Jump Street. Oh some of my, Two of my favorite um, movies ever made. I love those. He he doesn't take himself I, too seriously. No, at all. I'm a name of Jeff. I love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love Boots and So. Gabriel Iglesias is in Magic Mike, right? Oh, yeah. And he has that story about, like, how he got the part. And it was literally Channing Tatum called him. And he's like, yo, Fluffy! I'm doing this movie called Magic Mike. And he's like, it's about, he's like, I don't really do magic. He's like, no, it's about male strippers. He's like, you know, it's Gabriel Iglesias, right? Not Enrique? (laughs) He's like, no, dude, I need you to play a DJ. And the part's yours if you want it. Yeah. And he's like, Cool. And so I just had a good time. Hell yeah. Good, yeah, I love people that's that a, that are funny pirate. and don't take themselves too seriously. Oh, yeah. And that's what we need more of in the world right now. Is really nobody? Do. Everybody needs to stop taking but everything so like seriously. everybody is trying to find trauma where there is none. Well, why, why all of a sudden is everyone taking everything so serious? Is it because things I, are stressful the right now? I, have a, I actually have a, a weird note on that. Okay. Let's hear it. Uh, well, Betty White died. <laughs> yeah, but that was happening and the thing is, though, died. I got a rant for that, but I'll say The thing is, though, is that... I think my new favorite one, because there's, there's been nothing but just Betty White shit for the last two weeks. They're overdoing it a bit. Yeah, but it's because I, get she was I saw the in People Hollywood. magazine in the store yesterday, and I'm like, I should buy that. And I'm like, but no. Why? But and it's Yeah, but why? And that was the question I asked myself. Oh, that's another argument. Why buy a magazine when you can just flip through it in a fucking store and then put it down? And or get it from the home. library for free. Same exactly. thing as my NFT thing. But the, the latest thing was just like, imagine living 99 years and people still being pissed that it wasn't enough. Oh. But, okay. Oh, here he goes. May I start is, my rant on this subject? But my thing is, is that if she had made it to 100, would people give a shit if she died after that? Yes. Is the con... Well, yes. But would they care as much? Because I don't now know. it's a meme. Uh, I think if she had died five years ago, people would still be devastated. But oh, there's absolutely. just that added... Um, oh, she was just about it to was, turn 100, so they you, got a joke about you it. Know, you you know, you eat it right at the finish line kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The fact that they there were they tempted fate by writing so an was, article about it. And yeah, it was low-hanging fruit on, like, a, the, the cultural discussion. Don't, don't, don't write a magazine article about it. Like, don't, don't tweet about um, it. Don't do anything. Just hold in there for the 17 days. Exactly. God damn it. <laughs> You know, we they needed this. What if there was a, what if they had, what if they had enacted a, a, a low-key conspiracy, right, yeah. to... 
not even announce her death and pretend she had turned 100 and died on her birthday. Can't you just how, change how, the facts just if for it fun. you, though? If you well, that's what people have been doing. It's well, like, people are just like, good enough, She survived enough. 24 leap years. Leap so years. Thing. But let, let me give you my rant. I'm sorry, Celine. You've probably heard me. You've heard this rant already. And I'm trying to do this as respectfully as possible. Um, what is with, like, celebrities dying that gets people actual emotionally? Because it's like... You've never met them once in your fucking life. You just saw characters they played on the TV. And it, 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 I could make a million arguments about how that's not actually even that important. Maybe it to some people. I get right. a lot of media is important to people and they so, love it. But like to actually get emotional over their death, it's like you don't you've even, never met you them. No There's no personal connection whatsoever. You can admire them. I just read well, this morning that yeah, people admiring who are, is different. People who have a chronic obsession with celebrities actually have a lower intelligence. It's almost score. everybody, though. Really? It was right. a big viral. So, when she died, it was so viral. Everybody like, oh, I'm so sad. I was like, sad. but why she you never met her? Old. She got to live almost a hundred yeah. years. That's a long time. So I, but it, this That's is twenty this, years longer than most of us by average. This comes from a thought that I've had since I was like ten years old. When like you know you'd see the adults around you get upset about a celebrity dying, and and as a kid I was trying to make sense of it and like. What? Why does everybody right. care? You've never met so and so. Like when Marlon Brando died, is it that my mass, grandma was real sad? Is it that mass psychosis thing? It so, probably is, but it's like my grandma. Yes. My grandma got super sad when Marlon Brando died. I never once saw her watch a Marlon Brando movie, let alone she's never met him. How important really was he? Is it? A, is, he, what is it with when celebrities die? I think you die? attribute their work with parts of your life. life. Like if Jim Carrey yeah, died, but those works Randy still would exist. Be sad. I, I would those be sad. Work, so there's a good argument. There's a good discussion there. Robin Williams died. Oh yeah. Okay. But there's a good discussion there because like the works that they made that you were attached to still exist. So uh, I made a lot of Facebook groups, but of music here's groups. The thing though, is that there will never be anymore. any new. Doesn't doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Not Some every people... movie they make is going to be gold just because no, they like them. But it would be new. Yeah. It's the it's the concept of loss is what it is. But there's and always going to be new movies. Yeah, but the thing is, is it won't always be with them. Loss is one of those things that's really hard for people to deal with when you when you go through it. Like the actual grieving process, fucking sucks. You know yes. what it's about though? It's about control. You can't control if something's taken away from you. You can only control your reaction to it. And if you don't have and mental even, fortitude for that, it's really hard on you. But yeah. why? Um, but, but grief, no matter even if you have good control, it. It will wreck you sideways. Absolutely, but, but you isn't have to... it weird to grief for someone you've never had an actual personal relationship with, with the characters that they played? That it was which is who you made the connection with. You, most people don't even know these celebrities on any kind of personal level. They just know you're the talking about actual mourning versus being sad they're gone, right? Yeah, like people that actually quit people, eating at least people died. People at least like, especially on Twitter, like act like they're mourning. Like well, okay, like when uh, Alan Rickman or Mar uh, Robin Williams died, you, you, I could understand feeling sadness that I'll never get to see them do another role. Yeah. But I'm not tore up the fact that everybody dies. Yeah. We're all gonna die. I, I totally know? understand, like a, a like a disappointment, like oh crap, I'll but never get another Alan Rickman movie. And stuff like that. Yeah. No more, no more, no more Hans Gruber comeback no. in Die Hard '96. No. <laughs> yeah. Like or just there's there's all kinds of weird ways. But that... like. I, I just, just don't understand, like, general, I just I don't understand just people getting, like, that upset over Well, and some of us, and The Betty White thing has, opened my eyes to that, like, thought again. Everybody's like, so wired differently are, biochemically, yeah. and then some people bandwagon. Or, like, I think Betty White I was going to say, is it a bandwagon it. thing? Are people trying to get attention because they can now act sad over something? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm just curious. I'm not trying to, like... Well, I think it's okay to talk. I'm about. not trying to like I tear think, people down for being sad about. It. I'm trying to understand why people do over celebrities. Actually, like, legitimately suffering are the ones that aren't saying anything. Probably. It's probably true. Isn't that how it usually is with every human thing? Is yeah. people suffering the most or the ones that are... Because, like, 
early steps is always denial. Yeah, that's true. Or Absolutely. Anger. I think we live in a world of attention whores, though, because true, any sort of notable thing that happens, you're going to have, they all come out. The problem is, is that, like, the people who, like, personally, like, knew her and worked with her are, You're like, not hearing from them at all. Are celebrities. And like, how many people think, are out there going, like, um, I better act like I'm grieving for Betty White so that I'm like everybody else. I don't want to be so different. I, so I don't oh. seem like yeah. a douche. I have to be part of the group. I have to I mean, be part of the I'm mass, gonna, the mass gonna, formation uh, psychosis. I'm not kicking dirt on her grave or anything. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. Like, That's I'm, not my intention. I'm sad she's gone, but at the same I, time. I never like, had a personal connection. I gotta get up and change a poopy diaper yeah. in the morning. I'm I, happy. I how about I'm happy she existed. In yeah, yeah I, I know how important she was as like an, an, an actor. An icon. She was in Hollywood for so many fucking years. Before TVs. An icon, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> Before TV. Um, but like, it's just like, to me, always been silly when. And a quote unquote icon dies, and everyone gets so super sad about it. It's like oh, like Michael Jackson. It seems like a waste of seems like a waste of energy to be upset about. I've never once like grieved a celebrity that died, no matter how much I liked them. Yeah, never, never. I just don't care. I haven't either. Like again, same thing when Robin Williams died. I'm like, yeah, he's pretty funny, and I loved his movies as a kid and everything. But it's like. Those movies still exist. Look at so what I was going to segue into is like I'm in a lot of these music groups on Facebook, mm-hmm. and um, a, a fucking cool thing to do is roast the boomers and their fucking music, right? And then the Why? boomers will get on and be like, oh, "I fucking love what so and so," and all this new music is crap. And then the the new thing is to slap back at them like, you know that fucking music still exists on CDs that you can just pop into your old fucking CD player in your goddamn thirty five year old truck, right? You can still get the. You can copies. still. You can still pull out. Yeah, the you can get you on it. YouTube or iTunes Plus and out the eight still tracks. listen to ACDC, old man. They didn't go away. They're making new music for God's sakes. Well, to be fair, you were just bringing up something—a valid point. Like when Kurt Cobain died, people actually—that's one of the biggest ones. Didn't that people kill I've themselves because he died? Yeah, like, that's what I, I mean. And so that's the part—that's the type of grieving you're talking about. I, but there was a but weird there's, cult there's a behind possi- Kurt Cobain because yeah, he was an edge lord and Tupac. Yeah, like you something about edge lord. Seen him though, like maybe gone to a concert. Actually that's true. Gone that is a that is a great point with musicians like, and musicians and you can comedians. actually have a more personal connection. Okay, but with. we've yeah. all lost someone close to us to death, an early tragic death, every single one of us. Sure. Uh-huh. And so that we know what real true that grief feels then, like. Would you feel that for Kurt Cobain? It's like you didn't if, have an yeah. intimate relationship if with him. You didn't have that. I mean, the hell, grief is So, when I was in the second grade, one of my classmates died. Yeah. Uh, in a boating accident. I remember. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, because there was... That's sad, know, yeah. Alaska's like that. Yeah, it's sad. Found the shoes. And I knew him. And, like, it was like his family died. Like, I think only one person survived. Only one did. They Yeah, they crossed the strait. Because yeah. she was in my class. The sister was. Yeah. And, it, yeah. It was... It, it was, was traumatizing because we personally knew them. And they didn't... We were kids. Yeah. They didn't yeah. come back to school so the next day. in my school, like, once worried. a year... The thing was, though, is that I didn't really process that grief. <sighs> we were kids. Because well, we were yeah. kids... And I, w- I had been worried for years. I'm like, am I just numb? Like, do like if, if someone I actually cared about died, would it would it actually affect me? And oh yeah, oh it does. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, does. yeah it, it does. does. It does. Uh, I'm not even worried about that anymore because man, that, it's been ten years and it damn near still fucking wrecks me. Oh yeah, it's it, hard. You don't ever get better. You learn how to cope. Oh yeah, it's a that, that's a military thing where it's like it doesn't get easier. No. You just get to you learn to accept it. Yeah. And that's a mindfulness thing, I think, too. It really well, is. Once that, you know how it feels, you go, you pop your cherry, let's say. Yeah. Um, then after that, you're like, okay, now I know the signs. I know how it feels. I know what I'm dealing with. And yeah. all of that is your perception, your your how you're feeling about something you can't control. I was yeah. reading about that this morning. It's really hard to separate the two. 
It really For is. For sure. It really is. It takes so, a lot of practice. There's a lot of it where it's like, yeah, I feel sad when celebrities die, and I mourn the loss a little bit, but it's not like, you know... I you don't quit eating. Them, but you don't quit... But I didn't quit eating, and I my life still goes on, you know? Yeah. But... Trauma loss, though, of someone that you're intimate with is completely different. different. Yeah, yeah. It's... It's, it's true. There's completely different types Mecha- of grief, mechanism. I think. Yeah. Well, because the separation... So, well, go ahead. No, I was just saying the separation is the biggest part of it. Yeah. Know? But it's like I said, it's just something I never quite understood about people. Much like a lot of different things. Yeah, but look, <laughs> a lot you, I don't understand about. You can sit and have a rational discussion about it. You might not even have a full agreement with people that you're with, and you're not going to turn and call them names and want them doxxed or uh, swatted. So like not at all. And that's the biggest problem oh, we I'd have love right someone now. Someone swat us someday. I would. I've amazing. I've lived through kind of the similar thing when the crackhead was around <laughs> sure, with the gun. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, that's right. You didn't have. Remember when have they, they like when they said Jimmy deployed the drone? Well, and I listened. Yeah, to there Tim, was a drone deployment. I listened to Tim <laughs> Pool talk about when they asked if they could go through the place. You know, and he was being uh, a little bit. And the thing is, is when some, there's a something bad going on, I don't care if the cops come do their job, especially when they're nice and say, hey, can we go look in your barn to make sure he's not there? Yeah. Fuck yeah, you can go look in my barn. I don't want some crackhead to shoot me in the head. It's yeah. like if they follow protocol and are pr- and polite, and that's an experience I've never lived in the city or in the projects, so it's different, and I understand. T- on that episode, Tim put it perfectly, too. Uh, ironically, he was on an episode with an ex-cop. Oh, that guy just was really was so cool. perfect. It's yeah. another indication that we're in a simulation. The timing, like that Robert C. Baker I know, thing I talked about last night. Well, I'll, I'll tell. I'll fill Randy in a minute. So, uh, <laughs> Tim Pool on his podcast, mm-hmm. he had an ex-cop on, but this yeah. is the episode right after he had Marjorie Taylor Greene on. Oh, because she, you know, she got bad. If everybody doesn't know, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a very disruptive Congresswoman, and <laughs> she got banned idea. on Twitter for her Politely. disruptive and. Uh, you know, not her, her wrong speak. Let's let's just call for, it what it is. She got banned for her wrong of, speak of QAnon. If from what I from what now, I now, 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 um, I don't know about her QAnon. Nobody asked her about that. Surprisingly, mm. she identifies as a QAnon um, follower. But though. sitting down and having a, a two and a half hour conversation with Tim Pool, I got a better idea of her. Um, she's not as bad as I thought. She's not crazy. She's a normal fucking person. Most she's, she's sadly a, though, all the QAnon people are normal people, and they they work at you know their jobs and yeah. change your tires and. It's also that things. mass formation yeah, they're not, thing. They're not mm-hmm. knuggle-dragging troglodytes. But that's how they're portrayed in the media. With just their phone. Yeah. It's easy to, once you yeah. get in something, then you have to live on that hill. Yeah, but that's how they're portrayed in the media. And I think that um, she's very unfairly portrayed in the media. She's a just a populist conservative, but a populist conservative. She just wants freedom for people. She's not. She was never a politician. She was a business owner. So she like owned a construction company for a long time. And then okay. decided, I fucking hate our government, so I'm going to get involved. Sure. She told her story on the episode. So she's like, I fucking hate the way our government's being run, and I'm going to get involved and see what I can do to help. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But she wanted to try. So she got in and ran for Congress and actually got elected because she, you know, is a populist. And right. in a lot of conservative states, the populists usually win. That's why Trump got elected president. Because he was a populist. Yeah, they yeah. did. He was a very loudmouth one, and I think that really... If you pander to discontent, you can yeah. go to Congress. Because the quiet populists never get elected. It's always disruptive ones. Yeah. So, uh, and people like to see that because it's like, oh, you're taking down the establishment. Stick yeah. it to the man. Stick it to the man. It's punk rock. Yeah. And everybody loves punk rock. So, so then he had the cop um, on. But anyway, so she so she was on there, and she said all these really awesome things, and a couple things I disagreed with. It's a normal conversation on a podcast, right? And I, I got a little bit more respect for her now. I don't think she's as crazy as, like, CNN tells everybody she is. Um, but I think a lot of people got triggered by just the, the mere existence of her. 
Well, like, you have to have a villain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it is I'm what sorry, it is. I'm sorry, I still can't get over the image of punk rock Trump. <laughs> <gasps> we gotta make that a meme. Can he have a dangly thing? Like can, can we get that an NFT, a, please, guys? A, so. With a dangly ear. Is there any way we can get a cross? Comb, I want a comb over mohawk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can figure it out. tipped. I'm employing any of our listeners who are into digital art to make that an NFT. Punk rock Trump. I'll buy that NFT. Just so I can say I have it, right? <laughs> anyway, so the next day he has an ex-cop on. And ironically, during the podcast, it was about 35, 40 minutes in, something like that. Uh, they just stopped their conversation because a cop's walking around in their studio because they entered because of exigent circumstances, they call it. Yep. Right. Because somebody called and said there was a shoot active shooter situation. They have to. And they have to. They have yeah. to. They have like, to investigate. That's the one situation where training. they can come in without a warrant is if any life-threatening situation is is reported because the, that's their job. They got to come in and do make a sure protective that, sweep. Yeah, and part especially of when there's only yeah. like there was only a few of them. Like he's in a rural area in Virginia or whatever, or Maryland or whatever. And um, so yeah, they entered and during the live show realized, okay, this is just a podcast. You got they realized like you're getting swatted. Okay, like pretty much immediately because he was saying like Our, this is pretty much an office building. Like you walk in. It was like a receptionist, a bunch of people at computers and shit. Yeah. And so, like, they probably You'd realized real quick when the employees going. were still working that nothing bad was going on. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> it was just ironic that, you know, you had an ex-cop on, and then it, it, they think it's probably because they they had MTG on. And so, it's just weird. I don't remember why I brought the swatting up, because you said something about swatting. Well, Wanting us to get swatted. Yeah. Oh, we did. Oh, I just yeah. think it would be hilarious, that's all. No, because I wanted to just talk about the with the conversation they were having about police. At my house, if they swatted logical. us, then we'd all have a discussion about firearms probably at the no, end of it. No, we'd have yeah. them on the show to discuss, yeah, like, why are you here? Yeah, what's yeah. going on? What's going on? Well, because oh, because like I literally had the equivalent of that when the guy shot at the cops and then hit on my farm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is they, you know, I had nine co- uh, nine co- sheriffs show up, the entire town's full of cops. The canine units here. Deploy, Jimmy, deploy oh, the drone. Yeah. Oh, so, up. So, okay. So um, Tim brought up a good point because they were like talking about it after the cops left, and he was like, he was like, I'm torn because, on one hand, they were in here trying to save my, potentially save my life. On the other hand, I didn't like how they didn't have a warrant because what he's scared about is like, they can just say we have these circumstances and enter your house. Well, and the the cop that was on, I saw that part. He made a good point. He's like, if they they can't go looking through anything, like right. if they saw a bale Absolutely. of cocaine sitting not, out while they're there, they they have get to go you. get a separate warrant, build probable cause for us. Exactly. Yeah. So, That's the so thing that a lot of protects that too. protects you yeah. to a certain extent. But you're right. What if they could just start saying because of the corruption of our government that oh, I, I there's exigent circumstances, you know, exactly. that, and, and that's something that can be abused. Absolutely, I I can see that's a, one of those yeah. holes. But it's also one of those things, like Tim was saying, it's you got to be torn because it's also a good thing. Because what if you are in fucking danger, and the cops happen to show up on time before anything super bad happens, mm-hmm. and they actually save your life? Well, so it's I, like uh, it's just like you got to put a lot of trust. I think my overall point is you have to put a lot of trust in police. Also, community policing part. is different than huge nationalistic policing. Oh, for if sure. You have it on There's a smaller a huge scale. Difference. Our local cops, like they're at the. Yeah. I know them well, in our town. We're all out here. It's all sheriff. It's all sheriff. And, and local town cops. Yeah. Like yesterday, the, our one of our local town cops played volleyball with me, and he was an EMT for many years. So he's actually part of the community. It is a completely different vibe than probably some of the more urban. I, I know. Yeah. Well, and, and some of them are also. I totally local understand cops, a lot of the urbanites not trusting police because I get it. there is so much precedent for abuse of power. So and much. I totally get it. Well, and even in country, but there's cops that are abused about there. I, I want to also make... have to look at like statistics for like just death. Yeah. Like, yeah. The cop. How many cops in out here have been shot? 
or sh- it's I been mean, a few. shot at. That's what that like K twenty seven sticker yeah, on like, everybody's fucking truck is. Yeah. yeah, but that's like the one that you can point to. Yeah, it's very rare in, out here in like it's larger cities. It's like common, it could be yeah. happening like once a week. But we also months. have like we have an extremely up to low cop cars. Yeah. And shooting we have a we have a relatively cars. low crime rate, except for cannibals. Yeah. I'm very That's excited true. about that, so that <laughs> just bothers me. How is uh, that even a thing? But real quick, I, I just wanted to talk about the oh. defund the police thing a little bit. Because we were watching a, a JP, a JP Sears video, and okay. he had this, like, he, he kind of broke his norm a little bit and put on a, a podcast that he had with this guy who uh, is f- involved in the, uh, I wanted to shout out, the, uh, what is, what is it? the underground, Operation Underground Railroad, I think is what it's called, O-U-R, hour. Okay. And what they do is they go and... Um, they go undercover and, and rescue people who are like human trafficked. Right. Super cool. Yeah. And yeah, that is but they're, they're, the main like meat and potatoes of their operation is to fund law enforcement agencies for that because he, he made a really good point. The guy who runs the organization, he was saying like most law enforcement enforcement is already underfunded. People want to defund them. But they don't think about the other agents, uh, the other law enforcement like segments involved. What people are thinking about are these like. The, the, it, I'm not going to discredit the actual abuse of power of like the patrol officers who do that stuff, and right. I get I get the outrage. I totally understand it, but there's a difference. There's between, also yeah. there's also gang units, narcotics units, human trafficking units that these people also want to take away, and those are I think even more important. So you're talking than, about throwing out the baby with the bathwater. They're, they're throwing out the baby with the bathwater. I think it's dangerous. But there's also the the other side of it where it's like, oh yeah, well that it's like there. If you see a cop car, like the white police lights. Mm-hmm. That is there to serve and protect the public. Supposed to be. Yeah. Supposed to be, yeah. Well, that's the idea behind it. Yeah, exactly. It It is a symbol. It is a deterrent. Absolutely. It's supposed to be a deterrent, yeah. That's what it is. The fucking undercover cop cars with, like, the decals and the light bars and the grill and all that. That bugs me. Are fucking road pirates. That's entrapment, and they've lobbied. Yeah. They've lobbied so hard into the, it's not, but it I is. I like that the city of Coeur d'Alene finally called the, the parking division out on their bullshit. You yeah. Can't, you can't oh, they're, they're the worst. Where, where they, <laughs> the parking division is just, come on, they're a joke alone, and then they pull their shit. They are um, beasts. But, go so ahead, they, sorry. They, they can't, yeah, uh, legally now, they cannot mark your tires. Because Good. that is considered an illegal search of your property. Yeah. Because they are damaging your property by marking it. They are not allowed to touch your car. Yeah, that fuck they off, They shouldn't dude. be. Put the yeah. parking ticket on the fucking window and leave me alone. Yeah. But they do that to see if it moved. And that's... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that is and that's illegal. entrapment, right? Yeah, that's entrapment. You can argue that move. it is. And so they did. And yeah. it's illegal for them to do that now. Now, can they just snap a picture with their cell phone? Yes, the they can. And now they can do that because they're not touching the car. Yeah. Well, they, it just made more work for them. And I'm like, well, fuck them anyways. Because <laughs> they're fucking parking enforcement. <laughs> work for it, bitch. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. It's like... Parking should not be a big source s- of revenue for a city. If, if it no. is, Policing. Let's say policing shouldn't be a source of yeah, revenue. It, because no, that's... municipal bonds are fucking killing people. Yeah. That's pretty which bad. Is, which is what most tickets are. Like... Yeah. The the little hundred or fifty or hundred and fifty dollar <laughs> fines for you fucking up because yeah. you didn't put it, a quarter in the meter like extortionate it's administration extortion. fees. It's, yeah. pr- it's a racketeering, yeah. in other words. It yeah. Is. Yeah. yeah, and that's what see. There's the, those are the problems people think about when they, they get all hoot and hollering about well, the uh, defunds the police. And they, yeah. they also don't think about the human trafficking victims that are now well uh, at, are I just at large. Like, yeah. It's like well, there was also the incident in Spokane years ago with the uh, what auto. With auto, Autosin. yeah. Where yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. The Thank you for bringing that up. But and that was one department that had a problem. Yeah, and that was, they were trying to, be, the guy was basically, you know, he was mentally disabled. You could tell when someone's mentally ill, and too. He, They've had so much training. Yeah, and he's, you know, just trying to buy a Dr. Pepper, 
and the cop thinks he's high. And they nuked him. And they, they nuked and they, him. They, yeah, they, nuked and they, him. They, they beat him to death they because him. he was trying to protect himself. And that's another example of those abuse of power. Well, and and that's, but I've that's read the thing, lots though, is that of, yeah. should a cop have responded to that or should a social worker have responded to that is the question. We don't have enough that social workers That is one of the debates right now, yeah. There's and that's a lot the thing of nuance is that they want to use some of police funds to fund social working programs okay, if they, so, so that they can go out and respond to those. I cops. totally understand that. And I think there are compromises. I think there's yeah. nuance to be had here. So, like, create a branch of law enforcement. Give them more funding so they can create their own branch right. of law enforcement for these situations. Community response. Instead of sending yeah. untrained, like, not... Like, because shit gets real in those situations yeah. sometimes. And Spokane, Do you want to send someone who isn't trained in hand-to-hand combat into those situations? Like, Spokane is the second largest city in Washington. And it's it's got one issues. tenth of the police department. As, as we've seen with even our... De- de- with our compartmentalized government... Which we did to, with the intention of stifling abuse of power, you will never take away abuse of power. No, you have to do no. your best. That's a conversation we need to have, I think, that's involved in this. Is like, first of all, we can never actually eliminate abuse of power. When you put people in power, there are going to be abusers. Because most people who want power are psychopaths. Yeah. Let's be fucking real. There's lots of studies to prove this. Yep. There's no nuance that's about that. That's why you need to have decentralized, limited government. That's why yeah. we need a rabbit. So, but you still have to have government. Mm-hmm. But my point is, with policing, it's like, that's the thing. You're, you're not going to take that away. You're not going to get rid of that problem. There's, you just have to like, we have to figure out better padding for and the damn issues. It, we can I find guess. the money because after the war, all the police departments, most of the major metropolitan ones found all sorts of money to buy military gear for their oh, policing. Yeah. If we they can purchase that, 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 then they can come up with these. I think if the police are going to have tanks, then I should be able to have it. a tank. They're not buying it; it's being granted to them. Basically, but we yeah. paid for it, and I, I feel like let's, paid for by let's money, recycle yeah. it. And, and then was, take well, the money from selling the raw me, materials to make these. Let things. me explain like, how this works. So the weapons industry who lobbies so much money into the into Congress. Yeah. Oh yeah. The way they made a lot of money to build their military industrial establishment, the the paramilitary industrial establishment, you know, the non-government side of it, mm-hmm. um, is after wars, they would, you know, do all these shady deals to sell the surplus weaponry back yeah. to other countries, then start wars with them later. It's the um not the Rockefeller, the other one. Uh, uh, Carnegie's? No. No. I know which ones you're one of the about. One of them big fucking... The big families. Dutch East India Company names. Yeah, I can't They remember. came over here and they were like, oh, we're going to do the same thing over here in America. The Hiltons. Not, it's not Rockefeller, but the other one starts with... It doesn't matter. My point is there's like, there's a big deep state connection with syndicate. the weapons industry and there always has been. Yeah, there's a syndicate ever since like the fucking early 1900s. Yeah. But anyway, so what they did was like, now that we have all these gun restrictions, oh crap, well now Americans can't buy our machine guns. So what do they do? Okay, we'll sell it to the police. Yeah. Uh, also, They're the only ones that can buy it. I learned that Pepsi, okay, so you couldn't have some of this stuff. I think it was in the USSR. I was reading about this Um they actually they, they they couldn't use the currency to buy stuff, so they, to, they it wasn't legal to drink. I gotta get this. It was either Iran or the Eastern Bloc. Okay. They bought tanks for the people so that they could drink Pepsi. They, Pepsi is bad. I've got. It. I'll bring it. I'll post it. It was in my gastronomica <laughs> book. But they actually did arms That's one of those deals. really weird I'm not joking. benefit ratios. I will get it. Pepsi was buying tanks to provide it was Pepsi so, yeah, it's bananas. to Eastern Bloc people. I will go get the book. That's a whole episode. Wow, way wrong, to so. just try. Gotta get that market share. Well, it was because well, when, com- when, com- when you're competing with Coca-Cola. No, they had a monopoly. You gotta be, yeah. Uh, they had a monopoly in the bold. country. Coke wasn't allowed. And yeah. so they did like arms deals. I was like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> I learned this the in my The Pepsi book. army. You guys, let's let's we gotta talk a little bit at least about how just insane the snack 
Specifically, the soft drink and they're the mafia. I got, one, I got one for that. The soft okay. drink fucking so, mafia. Like so, a, they're worse so, than the actual cocaine cartels. All right, so I was I was doing. It's insane. I was scrolling Facebook. I'm gonna go get the book while Randy's because, yeah. because I, I was I was waiting I was That's looking fun. for like uh, just. Well, I'm just scrolling Facebook, and there was an article, and it was one of them like BuzzFeed style like alternative Spider-Mans. I'm like, you know yeah. what? Those are always really fun to kind of read. And one of them, I shit you not, was Golden Snack Cakes Spider-Man, which was an officially licensed product between Hostess and Marvel. And it was a Spider-Man variant that literally threw fucking Twinkies at the bad guys. Oh, this isn't the first time Marvel has colluded with snack companies. There's a... 12 issue run. Yeah. And there's a Kool Aid one. There's a graphic collection of this. There's a Kool Aid one. I want too. to have that. I, that is a good one, too. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a, there was a Kool Aid arc of Marvel Comics. I can't remember which ones it was. Here it is. There was yeah. this weird arc of comics they were doing, and then they decided to throw the fucking Kool Aid man in. When the Soviet Union paid Pepsi in warships. Oh my god. Oh, because they couldn't. They oh, couldn't, I see what it they is. They couldn't yeah. spend their money to yeah. buy it. It they says Russians buy. got their first taste of, of Pepsi in 59, and so they really liked it. And then down here, Khrushchev, um, let's see, they had to do, there's all this stuff happening, rubles were worthless and prohibited from being taken abroad, so the USS and Pepsi began to barter. Cola was traded for vodka, which Pepsi sold in the US, but then they banned this vodka, and so they had to do something else, so in 1989, Pepsi became the middleman for 17 used submarine, submarines, a frigate, a cruiser, <laughs> and a destroyer, which a Norwegian company bought for yeah. scrap. In return, Pepsi was allowed to double the number of soda plants in the USSR. <laughs> That's so fucked. You gotta do business how you do business, right? Even better, in 1990, a new $3 billion deal was signed. Pepsi agreed to sell Soviet-built ships abroad in order to finance their expanding Russian enterprises, which included another American institution, now Pizza Hut. Modern (laughs) problems call for modern solutions, right? And then the Soviet Union fell the next year, and their monopoly went with it. It was all fueled by cocaine, man. That's a cocaine. This doesn't say, though, they can do arms deals. Basically, that's what it is. That's yeah. called the barter system right there. Oh, my God. I, like, when I read this, my like, mouth just It's like, what's your favorite cryptocurrency? Soviet-era warships <laughs> for Pepsi. Can we start an old Soviet like um, surplus How military equipment? How many Pepsi points do you need to get a Russian I know, submarine? right? Yeah, yeah. Can they start giving like, those away? And I like, but can, yeah. we, can we start an actual, like, backed currency that's backed by surplus, like, like, Old, old surplus so, Soviet equipment. Because like, you know they're dying to get rid of it. It's sitting there rusting. Many, it's like how many Pepsi points is a, is a thermonuclear device? <laughs> it's yeah. to be called Pepsi Plus. Yeah. The <laughs> Pepsi Plus. How much, how much is a deactivated thermonuclear bomb from the 60s? <laughs> I just... Guys, and it's just... Is that like the, the top tier tokens right I there? I, I but just the, people the, call the, people, the uranium? People call people a commie now. It's like, but at least I didn't trade warships for Pepsi. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, so, so Lex, Lex Friedman and I think it was Mike how Malice book, were talking about how uh, many books do you have to read to get that AK forty seven? Like, <laughs> oh, book, no, it, right? the, book it, book it, because the that's, fucking that's Kazakhstan <laughs> book it. How many? Just <laughs> instead of a personal pamphlet, so you get a. I read so much they gave me Krishnikov. I go to Pizza Hut. I go to Pizza I go, Hut. I go to the Pizza Hut now. Oh I go to Pizza Hut to trade Krishnikov for pepperoni. <laughs> I, I love being meat lovers. Deep dish. Deep dish. I want that stuff crust. Did you guys I give you a sixteen ladas? Coming. <laughs> Pepsi vodka. Yeah. I, I just Pepsi I really vodka. like I really like Wing Wednesday. I give you Lada. <laughs> Just, two wings. 
Can, did you guys know that was a thing? Just Any no, other I didn't. company, you'd go to jail I, for something like I, that, I, I right? I didn't know. So Michael Malice was on Lex Friedman. They were bullshitting about uh, how Ukraine. Because like you were saying, Coke just was, for some reason, there was... They couldn't have Coke there. They couldn't. Not until, like, it, it became it the bad. national yeah. drink now, though. So, like, apparently there's this knockoff, like, Russian or Ukrainian Coca-Cola that is just, like, all the craze over there. <laughs> and I really wanted to order some for us. Wow. You did? To try, yeah. Because apparently it's just... Imported. Apparently they, like, tried their absolute best to, like, mimic the Coke formula. And it's, like... They couldn't do it. It's, like, all of the fucking craze over there. Well, and then it says, like... It's, like, it's, a, it's just like Adidas is. They Coca-Cola aggressively Coke entered Pepsi after it popular. fell, right? Yeah. And it says, despite a huge marketing push, they built a giant Pepsi replica of the Mir space station. I mean, they went oh, yeah. hard. No, oh, and Pepsi's weird with that kind of stuff, yeah. too. Yeah, Coke is the most popular, though. Like, I was, t- I showed you that one guy, the video, a little bit of it, of the, the Pepsi un- the Pepsi alternate universe. Were they, like, the, did, were, did I, you didn't get to watch the whole thing, because we didn't have time that day. Okay. But remember I was showing you that guy who made all those, like, how it's really made videos? He, like, found this... Leaked oh, Pepsi the marketing. Crystal, the Crystal Pepsi training video. Uh, no, it wasn't that. That's, that's a good it. one, though. That's a good one. This was something different. So he found this, like, leaked marketing that Pepsi paid millions of dollars oh, for. Oh, you told me about this. And yeah. it was, like, it had all these weird, like, esoteric shit in it. Like, like the golden ratio and how we could, like... And you it, know it was somebody the, you was know, typical marketing. Him. And Jacob made the good point, like, you know these marketing companies are actually extorting Pepsi, right? Like, yeah, Pepsi the, didn't look into it that deep. It was, Pepsi's not marketing no, it was geniuses. About, it was about the design of the new logo. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oh, you showed us that. But yeah. it created yeah. this, like, the Pepsi-verse. Because then shortly after that, they did the Pepsi Man and all this weird marketing that these this team came up Dude, with. All of them had, like, weird, like, remember the 7-Up spot? Yeah. The spot from 7-Up? I just he had a, a video the, I have a question, though. How many Pepsis does it take to buy a Destroyer? I, 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 I have need to know. to know. How many Pepsis? We need to get in a Pepsi. You know, like, how many licks does it take to yeah. get this in or the Tootsie Pop? I want to know how many Pepsis My new life to goal is to get a Pepsi, an ex-Pepsi executive on the show to talk about we this. We need to know. I did not... That's so interesting. That, is, <laughs> that you can do arms deals yeah. as part of a drink... <laughs> Exchange. But the thing is, is what about that one's how, in the book because that happened. How many What's rounds? What's going on right now? Well, how many rounds? Five, five, seven. Uh, what do they own? Like, Who's training a, Monster Energy yeah. drinks for something? Yeah, I don't like, know. Like, how what? many rounds? Five, five, seven for Diet for Diet Pepsi. Diet, I mean, well, are we selling Coke nuclear doing? subs to yeah. India for Fanta? I yeah. mean, like, what are we doing? Well, what's yeah. Coke doing? I want to yeah. know what they're. This up is what to. I mean. Like, dude, the soft drink industry is like one of the absolute worst. Like, the, of the monolithic companies in the world. Well, and that's they the have thing. done the most shady deals of any company I've ever heard of. When stuff gets Specifically Coca-Cola. Well, I, I don't, don't know. know. Pharmaceutical I mean, companies might win. I don't know. What about Meta? I think the soft drink industry is responsible Guys, for more deaths than... Have so have you, seen the, have you ever seen the movie Thank You for Smoking? It was a movie lo- about lobbying. I yeah. heard you Philip Morris, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. was a movie about lobbying, and they had these, like, group of, like, five... People they called the Death Squad, who were the lobbyists in Washington D.C. for like the gun industry, which was the guy from. You remember the guy from Anchorman? Who was like like the cowboy kind of guy? Yeah, can't yeah. remember the actor's name. I fucking yeah. love that guy, but he was like the gun. <laughs> he was the typical like Texan, like yeehaw, fucking yeah, gun was, lobbyist. Was, and then they had like the the. Uh, I think it was the the drug company lobbyist and the, uh, they there's, call them the death squad. There's, there's all these farm, companies that there's the farm that are responsible lobby, yeah. for literal millions of deaths, and these people had to go in and convince Congress that they're doing good things. 
So uh, <laughs> we only killed thirty five people. And they should have added numbers. <laughs> they should have had a fucking like lobbyist for the soft drink industry specifically because they they've done weird shit. Like here's the thing: Coca Cola it causes how much obesity? Yet they they run these. They run these, like, get healthy campaigns yeah, they, they to promote it. soft drinks. And then they buy sports stadiums to be associated with, like, athletic stuff. Sponsored so by Coke. Was, so when they was, know they're killing people. I'm trying to remember when it was. I, I think it was, like, sometime around, like, 08. They had a huge marketing push about how, like, hydration is just drinking something. There's water in Coca-Cola. It's hydrating. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was literally on their fucking packaging. Can you imagine the ad people that are looking for the angle? I'd love to talk to one of them because I mean. they have a whole department of well, people that are looking for it. the angle. I know. It's all super shady. Like, like they're really doing NDA shady shit. things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not I love how we didn't want to record an episode today. It happened. Wow. Sorry, Celine. <laughs> You'll get over it. That's okay. But it's like there's so it's much good to, to be talk ahead of schedule. about, though. There right? is. I've had a lot of my mind lately because I of all the weird. Honestly, I I had a I had a notion I'm going to bring it up off off the air, but I, I know we could probably wrap this one up because we no no we could just see more things. Are about. you sure? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, no, I'm not in a hurry. Brady wants to keep talking. Everybody, yeah, let's see. I, I'm very good. At well, talking. I think I've it's had my a lot Pepsi warship. Yeah, that triggered me a little bit. warship. That triggered me. What would it be called? The USS Carbonation? Like what? What the syrup destroyer. Yeah. Wait yeah. until they have a campaign like in like twenty ninety. The thirty five inch waistline. In, in the year <laughs> in the year twenty five ninety four, they lobbied to turn all of the the Great Lakes into into Coca Cola. Oh, the pre what is that yeah. pre carbonated drink to promote water's uh, water to, right? to like to like counter global warming somehow. <laughs> like we're gonna capture all the carbonation in the in the in, we're gonna capture all the carbon in the in the atmosphere and Put it convert it to CO two and carbonate the Great Lakes. Well, as, as an ad campaign. Oh, for global not warming. Even, not even for anything important, just as like a marketing for Coca-Cola. You know like, what it feels Something like? super bold, like how Pepsi, or was it Dr. Pepper or Doritos? One of those weird snack companies sent, like, a, I think it was Pepsi that actually sent a space probe out. Like, they that funded. Was, wasn't they Doritos? didn't do it themselves, but they, they funded and sponsored. Frito-Lays is owned by Pepsi. Was it Frito-Lays? We need yeah. to look this up. Can no, you Google Frito, this real quick? I think it was Pepsi. It's owned by Pepsi. owned by PepsiCo. Yeah, can you look up, it? was it PepsiCo? They, they, they literally funded, from. like, a space this, this operation. Is to, this is starting to sound as like, Rondo. Yeah. It's got what you... It's, it's literally... It's got yes. This is it's literally... It's plants crave. Yeah. Mike, Mike Judge is an accidental prophet, and I think his timeline was a little off, and it's he exaggerated a lot, but, like, some real shit's yeah, going there's on there. some weird like, shit happening. Carl's Jr., fuck you, you I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... And buttfuckers instead of fuddruckers. Like, this shit's really happening. happening. Okay, Pepsi's obsession with outer space has spanned decades. I oh, think yeah. it's pe- I like, think it was they Pepsi. Sent, they sent the can on the first space shuttle. That's the, that's one of the things they did. I think they but sponsored the launch. For, let's like but there's something they did. They actually like sponsored snack. the building of a satellite or a space probe and like Food, sent it out. Space I'm sorry, I'm so like uh, rusty on that information. It was a long well, time just, ago. I've heard yeah, it. This it was, just it was randomly like came 80, up. It was like yeah. late '80s, early '90s. Like, but it's it's just so funny. Like. Okay, first of all, first of all, we all know who Pepsi and Coke is. So why do they have to do all these extraordinary, especially how expensive these ad campaigns are? Is it, what is it about that? I've always wondered what, and it's not just the snack industry, McDonald's and like all these huge corporations. So we know about them. Why do they have to keep spending this much money on advertising who doesn't know the golden arches because they have to have write-offs brady it's is gotta, that what it is it's you got, think it's or it's about it, but here's the thing is it to compete with each Ooh, other to keep pepsi from... drops plan to use orbitable orbitable 
Orbital billboard, sorry. Mouth. That's okay. What? Yeah, because they can't buy yeah. the moon yet. Yeah. No, wait, wait, wait. Pepsi what? drops plans to use orbital m- billboard. This was on space, okay? So, like, they're going to have... Hold on, hold on. A major soft drink company says it will not pursue plans to advertise products in space using a Russian startup. Oh, I'm, why is it always the Russians? <laughs> They've been colluding with the... We want to talk about the... They were going to Trump Russia Pepsi. gate. PepsiCo's Russian subsidiary was working with a startup there called Start Rocket. <laughs> is this like Start Rocket? What fucking year is it? <laughs> to advertise in an energy drink called Adrenaline Rush using it's satellites. It's a normal day in Russia. It's got electrolytes. <laughs> it's got microchips. The company had proposed or has proposed flying it's a small set, a set of small satellites in formation, reflecting Chernobyl. sunlight with mylar cells to create logos. That'll be visible after sunset yeah. before sunrise. Oh, oh that's a, that's a whole other conversation. Okay. Wow! If what illustration on but... their website? I'm going to go there. A logo of a fictional soft drink company, Loca Cola. Oh my god! Loca Cola. Is visible in the night sky. Space has to be beautiful. So I want the tell... best brands. Our sky will amaze us every night. The website says two things. First of all, I fucking love this idea. You do? Okay. Because it's just so dystopian. What? Coordinated satellite it's, marketing. It's so dystopian it can't be real. Now, another well, idea. Another thing that involves that though, that idea. Have you guys ever heard of Project Blue Beam? No. The deep the deep UFOlogist, the deep alien conspiracy um, community, right? <laughs> Securing space for a brighter <laughs> market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the is, that a, is that is that sponsored by the Great Reset or I the, the, the Davos Group or whatever that's called? The... After receiving many comments and a lot of constructive criticism, we realized that many people care about the problem of space pollution around the Earth. We decided that we can help humankind by taking up this new project. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, in, in a so minute, we got to talk about how we're going to trap ourselves on Earth with space junk. But first, I got to talk about. Have you guys ever heard of Project Bluebeam? No. Okay, so blue in it, blue bean, yeah, the not blue book. Blue book was the uh, blue book was the psyop they used to beam, deter the, people from UFOs. Blue beam is the is the hard light constructs, right? Yeah, so blue project blue beam is a really big concept in the UFO community because what they do, what they think is like they're going to fake an alien invasion using um, they basically project holograms into the sky, and there's actually like papers like leaked in you know the you know the great Pentagon leak. That they yes. had on w- yes. when oh, WikiLeaks yeah. first happened, right? Yeah, the big so, one. So, um, some of those were Project Bluebeam. That was just a conspiracy theory for a while, because people had witnessed some of the tests. Yeah, it was that a, they had. For it was the, an image projector. It's right? an image projector to run mass psyops. Do you think that that's what they're? And doing? some people think they're going to like fake the rapture, and some people think they're going to fake alien invasion in order to declare martial but law. But according to that new or Netflix, to unite us Netflix movie, the one no one's going to be care general. about it anyways. Yeah, the don't look up. Yeah, they're just going to be like <laughs> meh, you know, like. But only the only the crazy conservatives. You know what's funny is there's a meta conversation to have about that, where like the the Democrats are sitting. Uh, I'm not saying anything. I'm just, I'm just like, I just saw the trailer. I'm, re- I'm rehashing. I a, just saw a, the trailer too. So what it was is like they, per- they, per- they portrayed. Thanks, Leonardo DiCaprio. By the way, they portrayed um, Republicans as so dumb that they won't look up when a meteor threat's happening, mm-hmm. right? So the Democrats are the ones who are like, everybody run They were the ones trying to like break the, the story, and the de- then the Republicans wouldn't listen. Now the meta, the meta conversation about this is like, but they're the ones living in an illusion on Twitter. Who won't stop talking about CNN's lies, right? Eh. So it's just funny. Anyway, I don't, don't want to get into just, that. They should have just shamed the Start Rocket people. Like, the, apparently, you can't have the satellites, so you came up. With, okay, their their original plan was bad. Now they get the foam debris, debris catcher. My point is, though, with Project Bluebeam. Yes. Um, Continue. How long until Coca Cola 
actually gets their hands on that technology. And it's just fucking coke ads in the sky. Instead of clouds, the entire sky is red and white. Isn't that how the Fifth Element was? Logos. Wasn't the Fifth Element like everywhere you looked were ads? Well, that was also Blade every, Runner and every every, every dystopian every movie has like the yeah. the living billboard side buildings, yeah. you know. Every dystopia story, every like cyberpunk story, Hell, they see the trends. Well, we've talked about how ads. Um, what was it, what was what was it in um in um Snow Crash was like what they called it uh glow, low glow, low glow. Yeah. Because of how many neon logos there were, you know in the that metaverse is going to be a shit show of ads. But that's the oh, thing, yeah. though. Is that's that, like, my you'll have to pay to That's what I'm scared of. But Southern LA, it's never dark there because of all. Of oh, that the shit. people yeah. that move here from the state of California, they freak out because it's so uh, dark out here. Grand or not Grand Central Station? What's the big um, Times Square? It's all good exa- That's why people s- what were making those in dystopian stories was uh, ads everywhere because in Times Square, Square it's looks- ads fucking everywhere. Or Las Vegas when I was Las on the Vegas, strip. There's hologramic ads. This is where we're like, going. There, it's- people are competing for ad space now. But because- nobody, okay, do you guys actually look at them? Because I don't. Fuck no. I, I hate like, ads. I do just, everything I can to It's just part of the background. Yeah. yeah. No. Is there a Super Ultra Max Plus subscription I can buy in the metaverse to not see ads? What book did I read about oh, that? Absolutely. There's a book. Yeah, I think Neil. I think I'll Neil Stevenson it. wrote about it in the later books, like Dodge and Hell, and those ones, where yeah. he said the the wealthier you were, the more pure of, of experience you could have. Yeah. Where it was streamed out of your augmented glasses or whatever it was that you were yeah. experiencing. Yeah. The, You're the above same. the ads. You were because you could have a curated session but it costs money mm-hmm. that plus per subscription thing you that's what scares that's really me about the subscription service yeah. are you gonna have to pay to live life as it really should be lived yeah i well, is that i like, like open source ones though have you guys ever heard of vr chat yeah mm-hmm. for every I major for every major corporate bullshit like that there's, there's open always open source version so like in vr chat i don't even know if vr chat's open source or not but it's, it, it feels you know, like an open source it's a, thing. It's a project you can buy. I think you can buy it through... Steam. I think you have to buy the actual, like... Like, the client, the... I think you have to buy the where, right? Yeah. The, the, is the, it, like, the software, Unity software? Well, like, yeah, it's yeah. all user-generated, user-curated, like, rooms and avatars. There's a lot of copyright they infringement going on. Fest. Yeah. Yeah, it's... There's a lot of copyright oh, infringement man, yeah. going on. People will take, like, actual, like... But because um, it's... The thing is, though, is that if you create it yeah. from scratch... It's not yeah. copyrighted. So you yeah. create that's it. true. If but you paint like the Mona Lisa, to no, that's the Mona Lisa. That's not copyright infringement because it won't be exactly. But there is exactly there is the these instances where people will take like um, like um, levels from like Halo or like I think someone took the, a level from the, that new Unreal Five demo from the Matrix. Sure. That they used. They actually took that environment, put it in VR chat. And then you could just walk around it as your but avatars. See, people that are ahead but of nobody, the curve, they didn't pay for they licensing. They always get away with this stuff because yeah. the behemoth behind it, the Pepsi's and all of that, they're not there yet. Yeah. And no. so if you're slightly ahead of it, you're like almost breaking trail. My question is, how much money uh, is would Pepsi actually lose? I don't know. If we like stole their logo, why, like doesn't, some... why doesn't Pepsi have their own crypto? I feel like, yeah. like well, don't give them any coin, ideas. They probably the thing is, though, is that they did. Oh. The Pepsi thing coin. is. Is they did fucking crypto. They did Pepsi points. Yeah, they did. Like, Pepsi points. That kind of was a cryptocurrency, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and the same with fucking... Coca-Cola what, what was the it? same Camel thing. Bucks? Camel Bucks was... That was a... Uh, those are marketing those, campaigns. That was actually like paper, like the tangible Yeah, they were like... Currency, too. They were the tabs. But like, but the idea behind it was basically cryptocurrency. Um, some conehead in the mark in the numbers department has ran the the mm-hmm. loss of people copywriting their and infringing on their patented technology, and and, and they haven't so. determined that it's an actual measurable loss yet. No, because really. they make so much yeah. money. 
Because like uh, until it becomes a measurable amount of their yeah. of their thing, they so don't care. The reason I bring that up is lately people have because we segued into like copyright infringement again. We always <laughs> it's a big topic though. It's... So like especially now lately people on Twitch are I don't know if you've heard about this. Oh yeah, Pokimane, one of the biggest Twitch streamers, got banned. Mm-hmm. You can't. Okay, I think they're me and Celine were debating this because we found this out yesterday, and I think there might be a movement going on like a new renaissance of stealing intellectual property. People are trying trying to fight against this because like Pokimane knows better. Yeah. But what she was doing was streaming Avatar The Last Airbender and trying to, like, skate around the Fair Use Act. Mm. But she knows better. She knows and she was better. barely, barely reacting. Like, there was nothing transformative about it or educational or anything like that. It was but literal it was, it was, copyright it infringement. It was a watch party. It was DMCA. That's what it was. It wasn't even a watch party. Well, if you're... Well, it was, but... It's yeah, a, yeah, It's a watch party, but that's beyond true. the limits right. of what you're watching. No licensing, basically. Yeah. And she got banned on Twitch, and she's one of the biggest Twitch streamers, so it's become a big thing. Then, um, you know, upon further investigation, it turns out a lot of Twitch streamers were doing this, and the little, the little ones were getting under the radar a little bit with li- doing the little sketchy things, like, let's yeah. mirror the image so the, the, the learning networks don't pick yeah. it up. Um, but it's like... I think there's a movement going on because a lot of these big ones, they know better. They've been dealing with DMCA For a long since time. they started streaming. Yeah. So. Two seconds of a song will get picked up by the algorithms and, and you will get a strike. Yeah. Everybody knows better, yet they're going on there and streaming, especially anime. Anime is one of the biggest, like, they've yeah, got that they on lock and key. Because they can't right? fucking get it. Yeah. It's a region locked thing. So, like, people would go on and, like, so, watch five seconds of Death Note and get fucked so here's by the Japan. Thing. Right. Yeah. By the way, uh, a super quote right now. Fuck Toei. Um, yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know who Toei is, fucking Google it. I'm not yeah, going to explain Toei. A, Fuck yeah. Toei. They are douche nozzles, and I hate them. And I love that they they produce some quality stuff, but they are just so we need to hang on to our property so yeah. hard. How long is it going to be before we can't even talk about copyrighted information? That's, that's what okay, I. That's so where I wanted to go with what, it. Yeah. What I wanted to bring up. It's a good point. Was it has gotten here's here's how bad it's gotten. The federal government is now asking for feedback oh, about it is, what it is bad then. Fucking copyright oh. DMCA. Well, we all know strikes. the DMCA laws themselves are antiquated no, anyway. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing though. Is I think that they're trying to change the it. government. Doesn't run any of the DMCA programs. No, those are all enforced by like YouTube or Twitch. Right, they're it's a ac- guideline. It's a general they're guideline. Ac- they're asking what it would take to build their own bot. Uh oh. Oh no 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 no. Nationalism no. is because never. that will that will go way beyond DMCA and start to go into the realm of wrong speak. Yep. And, and banning that, banning people for dissidents. That is, that's that is, not good. Yeah, that is where this is going. I and I saw this this week, too. and I'm like, yeah, oh no! So you want the my feedback? Of- Stop being the government. And I have a legit <laughs> question about this. Guys. This year is going to be fucked. Has Let's anybody ever asked what would happen if we just stopped all of it, the copyright thing at all? Like, I think if we creation has never. I, I do think there would be a lot of loss of profit. For I do a lot too, of- but would there be? I don't know. I want it. There's got to be some sort of middle ground. Because if I can go on in, in, into the piracy gray area and watch the Matrix Revolutions without paying for it already. In, well, a, in a legal gray area. But then again, people share the only risk of malware and media and but, they, that you can't even talk about it and show a clip. It's yeah. like you're not stealing I mean, the clip when you're talking. If you have about seven friends over at your house and you all watch on someone's account. I mean, is that you need? There's a, there is a, there is laws. There are regulations for that, though, because like 
there are arguments to be had that that's losses. Then what? We, then we what need, is the fucking difference in, in their streaming eyes, it on Twitch? Then they're, they're, I don't know. That's yeah. my making point. it available. That's to the your point friends. I've always tried. We to need make. to talk about this. But the, yeah. the argument to play devil's advocate on the side of these companies is like um, what they want you to do in the perfect world is you buy a uh, a screening license and then charge your friends to come over and watch it. Nobody it's the same thing why... Okay, I hate fucking Microsoft because I found out recently that they were like lobbying to make the IRS not powerful enough to audit them over video game shit. That's true. And, and Microsoft is a really big like... Um, I guess we could say predator because uh, one of the things they do is they like... they too much power. Yeah, I can't remember where I was going with this. With is Xbox it, and is shit. It, is it data hard? No, no, okay, where I was going with this is like... Um, when they did Xbox One, sure, they were adamant about uh, making you oh, have an internet connection connect. so that yeah. you had, because the, there's these anti-piracy codes embedded in the video games, mm -hmm. and every couple hours it ticks the server to make sure this is a legitimate, legitimate copy, copy of the game. They were so anti-pirate because they can't lose a fucking single cent on video game sales, even though they, they didn't even own the companies. Yeah. They only owned a few companies that were like you know well, making video what, games. That's so, the radius. Why and they can't also we have wanted a, you to have a connect so they could see a person? And playing. why can't yeah, we exactly. have that was using one of the, the blockchain or our massive computer yeah. power now a, th a service where we have all these plus services where you can pay you know say you pay ten dollars for the year and you can mention so many video games or use clips for so many movies. Yeah. Why can't we do that? We can. It's called a screening license. It's just extremely expensive because they want their money. But it shouldn't be expensive. Think of how much money they'd make if I would pay for. They don't for care. Well, there, there, but there, there is a, there's a counterculture to that. Keepers. So, yeah. like video game streaming, video game streaming is a huge thing, mm -hmm. and these companies realized it, right? There was a lot of debates on whether they should ban every single stream of, like, let's say, just for example, Grand Theft Auto Five, because in one hand, it's there's a bit of there's a bit of like it's transformative, right? Because each iteration of the it's gameplay played, is yeah. different from the other, but essentially you're ruining the game. But you paid. You're them showing to, the whole you, game. You paid them for the product, and you're, and you're also right. opting in to watch it if you want to watch it. Right, right, right. But so my point not, is, from the company standpoint, yeah, the they were thinking is, about this. They realized there was a symbiosis, though, they between want, video game streams and video game sales. To me, it seems yeah, like greed on that than, when it comes to if, streaming. Though. Yeah. Here's the thing: I bought, but movies haven't got on board with the same argument. I have, yeah. an, I have an example. So that's my only point. Celine played Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes, and I watched like the first couple bits, and that sold me on it. So I, I did kind of stop watching at that point because yeah. I didn't want to ruin the story for myself. And then you went and bought, but the I game. went and bought the game, and that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. How many so, games have been bought from companies because people? That's what the video game industry realized, and that's why that was the argument I wanted to make was like the video game industry realized there was a symbiosis to be had. The movie industry, the music industry, cannot see that for some reason. They are holding on so fucking tight to their IPs instead of realizing the because promotion. And they're still paying for traditional advertising and wasting their money when they could just be, like, letting people stream the music. Okay, there is a huge... like YouTube Okay, shit. so there's... There is that fundamental difference between video games and movies and music, which is the interactivity. Yeah, it's there's the a, fact, yeah, there's that's, that's very true. That's what it is: is the fact that you cannot interact with a movie or a song. Yes. You can only consume it. Yes, you so have to play thing. a video game. You can consume somebody watching it. But you can, when you do it, it Ooh. is never the same. This is mm -hmm. reactive and passive. But it's the it is reactive and it's, passive. It's reactives and passives now. Can that argument be made? Because there's also a debate going on in the uh, in the music industry. It's particularly like um, with tabulation and like sure. uh, music notation. Because uh, you could do like a let me show you how to play this song on YouTube, and it can sure. be DMCA striked. 
Okay. Because you, they artists or the publishing companies, the artists usually don't go after people. But the, th- the publishing companies of the tabulature books that they that the artists made are fighting against these like um, DIY how to play this song on YouTube. Shit. Even though we I all did that anyways before YouTube even exactly, existed. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But there's also this, like, gray area when you buy the book, there's mm-hmm. an implied licensing agreement that happens. Yeah, because absolutely. Because you own it. Because the book has licensing wording in it. Right. In the copyright section at the very beginning that people it's don't read. The, the page everyone skips. Yeah. <laughs> well, and <laughs> like I the, want people the to The terms get... and conditions of the book. See, yeah. my thing is... Books have terms and conditions, people, if <laughs> you didn't know that. Okay, and yeah, I create true. content that is used... I, I want people I, I want people to be paid yeah. for the work they put in and not robbed from. I get that. That absolutely. part I understand. That's why this is a big debate. This is huge. And yeah. I don't it's, think it's hard. There's a lot of nuance. There's so much nuance. There's so much nuance. But I guess um, we also have to talk about Winnie the Pooh at that point too, because then you have yeah, Winnie the Pooh domain. just hit the public domain, yeah, and it's or, or how they change the, Mickey Mouse very slightly every every so often, which means that some versions that of that are, are public, public domain. domain. Absolutely, yeah, the black and white whistling Mickey is now yeah, public yeah. domain. No, 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 that one is from 1929. It has seven more years. That's well, which there was one that was just recently. But there's there were black and white ones. Yeah. So Steamboat Willie's still protected. Yeah, Steamboat, Steamboat Willie. That's what I was talking about. But there is a Mickey, more years. There is one iteration of Mickey Mouse that's public domain, if I remember correctly. In addition to that, the one iteration of Winnie the Pooh that is public domain is the one without the red shirt. Yeah, the old. Yeah, one. yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. the shirt you cannot depict it with a red shirt on. Except for South Park. Except for yeah. well, South Park. South Park operates under a "fuck you" banner of mm-hmm. "fuck you." Yeah. I, I like. I've been seeing a lot of on YouTube. Rec- they're recommending a lot of these channels that are rebroadcasting old Looney Tunes that have hit public domain. Have you seen that? Yeah. Every fucking time I'm on YouTube now, ten different goddamn channels are trying to say, "Here, watch this giant thirty-hour compilation of Looney Tunes." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Because now they can rebroadcast it and get views. It's like Jesus Christ. Well, everybody- I'm just tired of seeing it, but it's totally fair. Fair game. I yeah. get it. I'm just tired of seeing it recommended. Some that's people, all. So, one of the <laughs> things that I've noticed is, like, people will take, like, five episodes of a show <clears> shit, <throat> and stitch them together and just mm-hmm. put it on loop on live. Yeah. And if it's live, it's streamed, it's not recorded. Yeah. I see that with Paw Patrol, and I'm like, there's no way they bought licensing The for thing this. is, though, is that some they of those streams are done by, like, Spin Masters. Yeah. And Nickelodeon. Okay, yeah. So they're... Oh, so they're actually licensed. They're, they're, actu- they're actually being broadcast by them. Yeah. So people can put them on their thing... And because they're live, there's no ads that interrupt it. That's true. So I you like can put that. it on at a fucking daycare and just run it on loop. And I noticed with the Pop Patrol ones, it's just like clips of the episode, too. It's not even yeah. full episodes. So yeah. And fucking toys, because the commercials toys. are spliced. I saw a lot of those toys ones, too, yeah. And then I'm sure the toy companies love that. Um, no, Spin Masters is a toy company. There's, there's also this guy. Um, I got to tell you guys, there's a guy. Spin Masters. There's a guy who is trying to, just to prove a point, mm-hmm. trying to copyright every single like a uh, combination of musical notes because there is a finite yeah combination of musical notes so he's just to prove a point he's um he's using an ai to generate every single iteration of musical like uh pairs and there's some- because there he was trying to find the legal argument about how many notes put together can be copyrighted because you can't copyright a c sharp of a certain frequency you can't copy it but how many notes Together the, the, can be copyrighted. Progr- yeah. Can you copyright a musical scale? Can you copyright a combination of notes like a melody? Whoa. Because he was trying to make the argument that no melody in existence can be copyrighted by doing this. Because he's like, because there's a finite supply of notes to be had, like you can accidentally like write trying, a song somebody already did, it's and like it's trying to happened. copyright words. Yeah. Um, also and he did this happening. in the inspiration by like um, the Led Zeppelin thing. 
where they were getting sued over Stairway to Heaven. Right. But it's for, a, like, a loose inspiration where it was very similar. But there's only so many notes we a, can hear. That's what his but point was. Yeah. So he's using a, a, a uh, AI neural net learning computer you know where to, this is happening com- super to combinate all of them. Is plants. Yeah, yeah. Because genetics... Oh, there that's are only Monsanto so many, and their, oh, their intellectual terrifying. seeds. It's terrifying. <laughs> there's a big conversation to be had about that because it's like they're literally trying to, like, copyright... Um, genes. And by the and time... And that, go, that yeah. starts to boil over into CRISPR. That's scary. And by the time little people, people that don't have the resources these massive multinationals do, figure out they're doing it, they've already oppressed you. Because really yeah. think about it. It's like they have resources you couldn't dream of because they already own the government. Yeah. I mean, in America, we should probably be honest, they own the government. They own yeah. the government. They own the government. And the government <sighs> kind of dances around us because we have numbers. This is a plutocracy. It, it really is. It, it's just... It's All frustrating done. to me because it, copywriting music. It's a uh, republic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so what it is no. is an open source framework for an auto for an autocracy. Yes. Can we do That's it? all it is. It's a republic. Can we it's download a, republics the patch? have caste yeah. systems. I'm yeah. sorry, Can everybody. We download That's the what patch? our constitution well, that's why is. It was supposed to be a democratic republic, but it kind of is yeah. not. I mean, the constitution is a blockchain of sorts. It's also supposed to be added to and subtracted from and worked on. And it's we, a blockchain. We, have, we haven't of figured that out. It yeah. needs to be patched. We need yeah, to patch it, it. There's some stuff we need to work on. Well, that's what that, I am, those are amendments. I'm starting the, the patching to, process is so abri- yeah. egregious. So, what I, from what I was talking about earlier, uh, I wanted to segue into this, and I forgot. So, like, I've been me and a lot of other people. Um, these these like anarchists, there's like populist anarchists are starting to get popular, like Michael Malice. And like um, Luke, Luke from Tim's show, I can't remember his last name. Oh yeah, he he runs WeAreChange.org. These these an- populist anarchists talking heads are starting to get popular because of the decentralization movement and anarchy and decentralization go hand in hand. Yeah, because it's you know yeah controlled chaos. Um, so I think we're starting to see a lot of that, and I, I'm wondering how our government's going to respond, and I'm wondering how we're going to. Um, decentralize it, our government. It got so popular in the I, late 1900s. I have a... Because full anarchy won't work. Not no. good. No, so what I've but. noticed... Um, so I joined, you know, Peaked. And I follow three communities, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, like, you and, and Jacob and a couple of other people. Like, I'm following, I think, maybe two dozen people. Okay. And that's it. Okay. So I understand that the hive itself is fucking huge because there's always this wall of text... For communities for me to join and i'm part of three mm-hmm. and when i go to those communities the active members is like 20 on each of them okay. and i know that there are thousands of people on there yes so because of that i am in my own little tribal bubble you are and every once in a while someone will poke that bubble and be like hey you're curated hell yeah and then other people will see my stuff the problem was is that i got curated last week and this week i have half as many votes there, there's not, about not from the curation from normal. Yeah, there's about to there's be compli- a uh, there's there's pros and cons to everything. It's really bad. Volun- a lot of the anarchists that I enjoy are voluntary. It's voluntarism, yeah. I think, is what it's called, and it's it's about not the kind you think when you think of anarchy. What do you think of absolute uncontrolled chaos? Just right? people with the a like throwing Molotovs. Yes, it, whereas a, voluntarism is that, that a good idea should not require force. That is pretty much their motto, that no government, no entity should be able to t- take away yeah. your autonomy. Do you guys want to hear something ironic mm-hmm. on that on that note? Um, so there's about to be a bit of a competitor to Hive and those other kind of things. So Jack Dorsey from Twitter, you know, he recently mm-hmm. uh, stepped was removed. Stepped into the shadows. He was yeah. removed. Yeah, let's just, yeah. He wasn't removed. You know, he stepped into the shadows and he did. let someone else take the fall. So what he, I guess what he's been working on for a while, I can't remember the name of it, and I don't have too many details 
Um, but essentially, it's the same thing as Hive. So there's going. He wants a platform where everybody has kind of their own Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of like banning people, he because Jack Dorsey seems to actually believe in free speech, and I think because of how Twitter was ran um, into the ground, uh, you know, because they have the board of directors and all these, you know, you have to get approved and stuff, right? The shareholders and all that. And I think he wasn't able to execute, hold on to the freedom of speech vision. he wanted on Twitter. Because when Twitter started, there was no bannings and stuff like no. that. People were posting child porn and they were barely doing anything about it. Because Jack Dorsey, as a visionary like Steve Jobs was, he wanted a free speech platform. You needed to have, um, well, now, had to have now what he's doing, curate it for you. Yeah. Well, so now what he's doing is creating it, a not... thing where, okay, you can have your free speech, you can have your echo chambers, everybody can create their own Twitter now. And then you can federate with each other, is his word that he used. This buzzword. Well, we use our reputation system. It's going to be just like Hive. And that's a lot how, well, hey, copycats. We, mm-hmm. yeah. And depending on how much your stake in the, how much skin you have in the game is how much damage you can do to a person's reputation. So it's very yeah. democratic. It really is. And that's how he wants it to be. It also has been abused but, and can easily be abused like every human enterprise. But what Jack wants, I think, is, I, I think, I can't speak for him, but I think the general idea is, okay, everybody can have their echo chambers. Because that's what everybody wants, right? That's what we're always yeah. But the echo chambers should be able to... Talk to each other. Like federate is what he calls it. He wants yeah. to be able to federate. Well, and, and that's, that's what we that's do. Cross-posting. Yeah. That's what we do. We cross-post. cross-post. That's and exactly you know, how Reddit is. Communities, it's this, communities this and cross-posting. how Reddit's function. But every time but, something gets too big, yeah. then I, they scream, oh, this is abuse. The government needs to do something. Yeah. And then the ban hammer Regulation, yeah. Yeah, that's what. But I think what Jack Dorsey's trying to do is like, let's... Keep it small. Let's take what Hive and stuff is doing. Let's make it bigger. Which Let's is, put it on because Web 3.0 was happening. Well, and the problem with Hive so is, is the it. ease of use. It's yeah. most people don't understand yeah. it. You don't want to keep track of your keys, and so they are and making ways of, to make it easier. And yeah. There are dark corners of Hive. Where, oh yeah, where like there's I'm pretty sure there's some yeah. sex trafficking oh. and child porn and all that shit happening. That that goes somewhere. on on Facebook, and it they're goes. one of the biggest like um, of the yeah. censorship. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, even if you have... But there's child porn on Facebook. There's guys, human traffickers people, using Facebook Messenger. People are going to people. And that's no why these regulations do, And you just have in. to... I yeah. want the people to censor other people, that's not what Jack a centralized authority. Yeah. That's so my I, biggest goal. My point or is, like, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what he does with it, because he started... Because he was, he was part innovator. of starting Twitter. Yeah. It was huge. He's part of starting Square. It well, you huge. saw the mass leave of Twitter this weekend. Yeah. It was um, because they banned Marjorie. Then a whole bunch of people, they went to the get her. The exodus to get to Getter. They, but I, Getter's yeah. got the same problems. Getter's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. And, and it's because I looked at it and but I'm like. It's, it, it, it opened up, it shined a light on the, um, the huge like There's push hack. for decentralization. It, it's Even though they're happen. going to another centralized platform, what they want is decentralization because they don't know about Hive. They don't know about Reddit. They don't they know don't. about these things. They want to just go on, oh, I want to be able to say Republican stuff. And at this, at some point, you have to put your principle, your actions where your principles are. It's like at some point, you're like, you know what, Twitter, I can't support yeah. you by using your product anymore. Exactly. And so even if Gitter's not as good, it's the action of I don't support you. Yeah, I don't like yeah. your ideals. I'm going to go to one who well, claims have different ideals. I don't. Even though they're the same thing. The whole point of Hive is to me it's a grand experiment in the idea that I can regulate myself yeah. without a centralized authority. I don't yeah. need it. And I would rather have other people that I know, peers, even on the internet, yeah. censor me now, than this big government person. Now, let's talk about the problems that come from that. Because there are problems. That's how 8chan was. Mm-hmm. And now we have QAnon. And that started on 8chan. 
Well, and the problem with QAnon, because I actually know some people that ascribe to that, they don't come out of their bubbles. No, they don't they interact don't. with other actually, people. Actually, they all team up and bully people. They're just as bad as the people it, they're fighting that's against. That's exactly what 4chan happens. I have heard some of their happens. theories about the adrenochrome and the reptilian <laughs> yeah. people the and all this stuff. And I'm looking at them, and these are rational, successful people that I know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's because it's, you're there's feeding a sentiment on the psycho- Well, and there's a mass psychosis. Yeah, there's I really a mass psychosis. That. It's because a lot of people... And myself and probably you guys. I'll speak for you a little bit. Mm-hmm. We all feel like something fucky is going on. And so you have to grasp on what and you're And you're trying to figure out, okay, where does it start? And then you accidentally get pulled into fucking QAnon. I've also... You accidentally up, pulled into chemtrails. I grew up you around a lot of bullshitters that like to feel good and like they know something other yeah. people don't. And uh, the people that ascribe to the QAnon thing and other and on the left, I'm sure it's the same way. It's the They're the big psychosis. bombastic, I know something you don't know, we need to do something about it's this. It's mass formation psychosis. It's, it's quite something. Yeah. Uh, it's actually getting a little scary, though, because of the size and scale and influence uh-huh. they have. Especially the big tech platforms yeah. who want to play information god. Go out and go talk to your neighbor. Like, I, I, I want people to start doing more individualistic things. In, in um, You know how we have the mythos of the old gods, mm-hmm. like ancient Egypt and stuff? What if that came to be? What if we're going to end up like that? So, like, when we look at this time period in... 30,000 years, let's say. And we're looking back at the the, at the records, right? The the archive. Whatever when that be. Worship this whatever format that is. Here's that Pepsi yeah. worship. What if we're like, there's this this twit, this bird, right? It's a hieroglyphic. This symbol was the god of truth. <gasps> Digital archaeologist. You know what I'm saying? Like the god, of, the the god of speaking. Like, because I'm sure we do not understand exactly how they... Like, believed in these gods, right? What if they were not gods and they were just symbols? Like, we have, like, Twitter, Facebook. We all these marketing companies and their simplicity of symbols. They're trying to make hieroglyphics now, basically. The simplest symbols in the world to represent things, to represent the idea behind the company. I do recall the So what if these gods that we we think of the the ancient Egypts have, because we don't have a cultural understanding of how it was back then because we're not there. We just have, like... These records we can find underneath the dirt, we right? We can't even empathize with boomers, and they're not that old. That's in what the I'm saying. So, what if we're completely misunderstanding? And like, so, like I said, in thirty thousand years, when they're looking back and they see this is the they they worship this bird god of truth, bird this bird god, god of talking, bird. this bird god of communication, and like then there's like the they worship this this red and white god of of soft drinks, stuff like that. It's like we keep seeing these small animated videos of this Rick Astley yeah. guy. <laughs> what? Why yeah. did he not? He mu- they worshipped him so because he did not yeah. give them the up. The Rick roll was yeah. a gesture of the, eternal friendship. friendship. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they sent it, they, trolling. They sent it to each other constantly. Look at Pepe. The Pepe, Pepe. the god of uh, the the frog god of fuckery. Well, we always posting. humans are always looking for a king. Look at these. Like, that's yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. So like, what if we're misunderstanding? Who is this doggo and why do we yeah. care about What if this? we're misunderstanding all of these ancient mythos? And these were just like oh, the equivalent of companies that's, who were in charge of these different so things that they're... I've really been enjoying like these these modern renditions of ancient shows like The Great. Yeah. Where it's like, they're just like you, except then. Like, yeah. That's kind of what it is. And the truth is, is like, they are just like us. They are. But we then, never change. People are, we are literally the same as our ancestors were. It's yeah. just, we I'm have different our... levels of technology. So there's. Well, and we're bit... able to convey things faster and more efficiently. That's really about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we still, we, and we, we, we don't die from diseases young. We are peak Chad. 
now. Yeah. Big Chad yeah. humans now. We got that chiseled As chin. far as technology. <laughs> yeah. But it's honestly, though, it's having detrimental effects on us, too. Look at the obesity and inflammation is. lifestyle. And we don't eat real food. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of problems. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's Should the new we go back to there's... heirloom grains and just bite the bullet on profit? Because if we're doing a decentralized movement, we need to decentralize food as well. We have yeah. to do that ourselves. Right? We, need, we, we need decentralized food systems. Actually, it's happening. People it is are happening. doing a lot of neat th- initiatives. Like, I'm telling you, there is a decentralization movement in every facet of society now because everyone is tired of the bullshit. But when everyone's tired of these big conglomerates, but when it squeezes the their profits enough that they lose yeah. market share and their profits, their dividends oh, don't yield, they're what gonna are they show gonna their, their true colors. That's what, what I'm. Mean, that's what, what they I'm scared of. I'm, you know what I thought of yesterday when I was eating Taco Bell, and I thought about this a few weeks ago, and I, I went and got a snack at Jack in the Box. I'm like. With the supply chain shortage, this this is directly involved in this, and I'll let you get to your point because I can see sure. you want to make one, but I'll make it quick. So, um, with the supply chain shortage, mm-hmm. food shortages, stuff like that, that's making it harder. What corners are these goddamn companies going to cut? Well, to Wild to say that's what I mean. Yeah. What comp- what corners are they going to cut to make the same amount of profits during the food shortage? Because I'm eating this this nasty fucking taco. This is the first time I ever really thought about. it. I was eating a Jack in the Box taco, and, you were wondering- and it was the first time I thought about like. This is actually kind of fucking gross. And I was thinking about the meat inside. Yeah. And I'm like, what corners are they cutting to keep buying this meat at this price? How much of What this are we even eating? Yeah, well, that's also, what I mean. like McDonald's, when they say 100% beef, that doesn't mean the whole patty is 100% that was the company. beef. It's the beef that's in the patty is 100% beef. There's ways around yeah. everything. What they were doing is buying beef from a company called 100% beef. Well, that's what I mean. And th- there's ways around... And now you're like, with the shortages, yeah. what well, are they doing? Yeah. yeah. What I mean, what corners are they cutting? Because I know what I was eating wasn't the same supply chain they were using so five years ago. No fucking line. way. Um, it can't sustain. So what are they doing? Oh, well, they are launching uh, Beyond Meat Nuggets. Yeah, Go ahead, yeah apparently all the food... Like, so Adam Curry, the guy who started podcasting, was on Joe Rogan, and he was talking about... Uh, how, because he, he is it like us, just as a generalist, is like keeps up on all this different information. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, like, the supply chains are all switching to that now, soy, soy products, because all the meat processing well, plants are switching to soy because of the supply chain the and KFC, because of the, cl- the climate change. The KFC nuggets don't even have soy in them, if I remember yeah. right. I went and looked at their ingredients, and no. it's like a pea protein. So they're actually, because soy has some issues. Oh, yeah. It's also destructive to the so environment. So it's just as, yeah. if not more yeah. destructive than but goddamn some cows. of the stuff that they're coming... I'm actually excited for some of the food they're coming out with because most Americans would not know the difference between a Beyond Meat chicken nugget and a regular yeah. one because the ones you get in the store are disgusting. Yeah. They have yeah. no texture of chicken. No. And so they're not... Mechanically gonna, separated chicken. They're not going to know... Happen. They're not going to know the difference. And, and so, other things. And other things. I'm, I'm all for mitigating a, our our impact on this planet Especially as far as consumer, consuming... But uh, I, I just don't want it to be a woke movement. <laughs> Let's do it as a... We legitimately have to fin- like, fix the problem movement. insect protein? Yeah. Let's go. Well, we have to do this less ideologically and more functional. If you into a patty, functional. people don't give a shit they what it is. Know. But my, we've my point is, is that that's the, what's fallen into the, the virtue signaling and the panel, the pandering. I hate I it. I hate that. But stuff. like, instead of doing it ideologically, we need to make this change functionally. Like, well, th- th- legitimately, we are fucking up the planet. So legitimately, we need to make changes. But, one then, of the, but we can't do it ideologically. Like, an example, I went to Carl's Jr., I think, last Tuesday. Fuck, fuck you, I'm eating. Yeah. Oh. And, <laughs> Extra big-ass fries. And I went there, and I'm like, sweet, <laughs> you know, I want I to get a famous star. And as I'm eating the famous star, I'm looking at the patty, and I feel like the, the patty's thinner. 
Uh, corporations do that. Remember in 08 when we had the Great Recession? Yeah. That's when it really kicked in is like ice cream went from two quarts to one and three quarters quarts. Uh, yeah. Things went from 16 ounces to 12 ounces. So you're paying the same amount. Chips are mostly nitrogen. But now. you're getting less. So your hamburger they're, was they're probably throwing, more. They're throwing more ice in the cups. Yeah. yeah. Or the hamburger costs the same or more actually is, now, but you're getting less hamburger. These are legitimate. Karen, Karen and I just, we just order our drinks without ice. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. is, this is we'll, just we'll called, all that soda. This is called maximizing profit. I don't eat out as much as you two. I feel like yeah. I'm missing out here. Well, I, I did, that was rare that we went to Taco Bell. Yesterday. The no. fact that I, did, I felt like shit. Two out of three to... I did show-ins had Taco Bell in the last twelve hours. Yeah. I, have, I had it true. this morning. You That's know, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, did, yeah. I love Taco Bell. The thing is, is that <laughs> I haven't had Taco Bell. I hate it when people are like they yeah. act like they're obnoxious about you eating Taco Bell. Yeah. Who cares? I ate Taco Bell. I think like before today. Like the last time was like a month ago. Well, I mean, I hate it when people flex like this elitism thing. It's shun the non-believers, Charlie. Remember that unicorn, Charlie the unicorn? No. Shun the non-believers. It's a magical little third, huh, Charlie? What? Why does it matter? What? Nobody realizes that that was a uh, a cultural parody. Parody. (laughs) Shun the non-believers. Shun. And then what was it all about? They stole his fucking kidney. Yeah. God damn it. Well, how do we? Hey, that might be saying something. Yeah. We're gonna lead you to Candy Mountain, where there's progress and everything. And what do they do? They take your fucking kidney. You know. Ooh, that was so Dog death. But, uh, it, what were you saying? Oh, no, time? I was just I was just thinking about the only way that you're going to change eating in this country, though, is either through scarcity and people are going to be forced to, or else people are going to have to consciously say, you know what? There's both. I'm not going to eat out this week, and I'm yeah. going to spend, I'm going to eat meat one last time, and we're going to eat this over free range meat, or we're going to do Bo- this. Both That's is very happening, complicated. I think. I think it is some because of the whole COVID thing, but yeah. is that because they've manufactured yeah. this? And, I like to think about and it. Another thing is, like, I found out, um, because of this channel called Food Theory. Um, so he was analyzing, like, um, the, the McDonald's chicken nuggets. It was an episode about They're that. They're mostly sure. wheat. So um, it came along as they were trying to do the healthy alternative during the whole, like, red meat scare mm-hmm. in the 70s. Yeah. And it was based... That whole idea was based on fucky science. Yeah. Absolutely bought and paid for science by a guy who was making K-rations. Isn't that how most of these now, things come about? that made me realize and think really hard last night about um, what kind of science right now what ideologies and narratives are we buying into like the red meat scare which turned out to be completely bullshit right Whoa. what science are we buying into right now that just hasn't been debunked yet because they didn't Whoa. find out till 20 fucking 13 and this was from the 50s 60s and 70s the low so, fat diet thing one of the, yeah one the of food the, pyramid probably keto like what are we buying in not just food trends but like what total narratives right now okay, are we buying so into that's complete the shit the whole beyond complete shit meat science. thing um there's a so Netflix has explained, and they talk about, like, the whole fake meat thing. The deal is, is that it's not healthy. No. Nope. It's literally margarine. There's a ton it's of estrogen. It's meat made of margarine. There's a ton of estrogen in there. <laughs> they literally, they said, like, here's the thing, though. If you're eating a Beyond Meat burger, you're still eating a fucking burger. Yeah. Just go drink, burgers are not healthy. Just go drink a fucking cup so of you're, canola you're, oil. You're, you're, hypothetically, you're just eating a less damaging to the planet burger, which it's, might not yeah. even be true. I don't know. We don't know. Because yeah, yeah. we're not... There's a lot of arguments. Um, a lot of the anti-vegans, are, their argument is like... But soy, mono soy crops also fuck up the planet just as much as fucking... Monoculture's terrible. Yeah, just as much as like the corn, feeding feeding all the cows corn. It's like... Well, you know what would not fuck up the planet so bad is if regional food production, there's so much waste regionally. food decentralization. Well, that's what I mean, like you're getting together. I do this every, almost every year. I'll go buy five pigs because if I raise one pig, I might as well raise five. It's a very Mm -hmm. similar amount of work, right? Just more input. And then I feed locally grown grains, mm-hmm. stuff that is produced in my region, to said pigs. And then that feeds five families their pork for a year, which is not pork coming from Harmer or Hormel. If everybody did that regionally, how much less food would we have? So how do we, how do we 
make the cultural change because it's like we're, these companies are so embedded, the name brands, all the marketing was so effective. Well, and the problem is a small farmer cannot com- compete because you have to charge more because yeah. you're not getting I, subsidized. I, that's actually the biggest factor is price, yep. right? Because that's at the end of the day when people are shopping, they don't care about the commercials they saw. They care about what the fucking price tag in front of them says. It's like, absolutely, let's be well, we real. we all do. I'm the same yeah, way. The we all reason, do. We all have, have to be frugal. I have 20 acres. I can raise yeah. my own food. Most and people don't have that option. That's yeah. the thing is yeah. that like people from, you know... Southern state that shall not be named don't have space to do that. Exactly. But they, that state has a ton of land. Yeah. It's mostly no, in there, the north. There are good programs to, for the community gardens and stuff that that are these are starting to pop up everywhere, right? In these Democrat cities, these big giant cities, um, they're doing these programs for like community gardens to try to decentralize food, like we're talking about. And if you can pay ten or twenty dollars a month for a subscription yeah. service, why not pay that ten yeah. or twenty dollars a month to a but farmer that supplies you, you meat every month? Did you like, see? You could do that. Did you too. see what I was? Showing? I think there did, are subscription services for that. Did there you watch are, the Tucker Carlson video I showed? I sent you. Yes, that was interesting. Basically, um, I think that's what got me on this whole decentralization kick. Because he was talking about how just at scale, cities just can't work. They well, just but don't. People Nobody wants to live work. like that's that. That's the problem. Yeah. You well, that's, everyone's trying to move out into the country now. That's everyone's spreading out. So we're even decentralizing more population. Yeah. yeah. More decentralization of population is probably the next step. And that's really what needs and to happen. And that's what is happening. Actually. And producing it food is, takes happening. work and time. Yeah. And most it let's only, be honest, most of us don't want to do yeah. that. It only it, took an authoritarian it's not government. You can build in a multi layered <laughs> structure, though. Yeah. You can't build a multi story farm. You can do it with hydroponics. You can. There are ways. There are enough abandoned warehouses in this country, you could have your realm of hydroponic production of yeah. just greens. So, um, just, so Jeff Bezos, speaking of centralization, sure. Jeff Bezos, his plan, his little space plan for this mega utopia in, in in space that orbits the moon, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Um, he has plan. The way he structured like how the food would work and hydroponics and stuff would work better on Earth, even. So, like, there's ways you can grow food so, anywhere. Yeah, um, they're gonna. They have Elon Musk. Has plans on how to grow food on Mars uh, at scale. Which, like, he's thought ahead to where we actually have cities on Mars and we've terraformed it. And, like, there's ways to do it. And we just have to figure, like, these com- We just have to stop with these big fucking companies. We need to figure out how to stifle lobbying. Yeah, but first. The problem that's is like the first those step. Those companies know human beings will because market the share needs to way. Yeah, it's because hard to grow food. I think a big part hard, of but... a big part of the problem with centralization is the way they do it, the way that they lobby for regulations to stomp on the little companies that are trying to come up in order to not share market share. I think market share needs to be distributed through the free market. Sorry, I guess I'll I'll, I'll give the libertarians credit here on how the free market's supposed to function. Sure. There is their idea of utopia, right? Where if you're a good company, you're going to get the market share, and you can't make regulations to stifle that. That's Fair. part of the libertarian belief, right? I like the anarchists better, which is like, clog the government more so they can't do their job, so we don't have as many regulations. <laughs> so, like, uh, I, I like that idea. That's what Luke was saying on Tim's show the other day with Marjorie Taylor Greene. She was talking about how the flaws of Congress works, and, and he, was like, he was like, we should write more bills. So that you guys can't do keep up. So that less. So like, he wants if if they're not gonna have no government, then the government we have needs to be more busy so they can't get anything done. Well, that's pretty much how they are now. Except for they keep passing these that's a good thing. resolutions that it's cost a good thing. us more I think money the less laws currency. they can make, the better. Because like when when every you know when your only tool is a hammer, everything's a nail. So yeah. like how Congress is functioning, they got to do their job. They need to keep their money right coming in right. Sure. So 
everything's a nail to them. They got to keep making laws. They can't stop making laws. They They're justify their existence. It. Yeah. So like, if we just flood them with so thousands like, and thousands of crap bills that don't do anything, so literally, then they can't do anything. But that's literally like subsidizing waste. Yeah. How? It's the only way to clog Congress. Sorry. Well, no, I'm just saying. But it's just it's so frustrating because the amount they also have the power to take from us. So. They're taking from because yep. the vast majority of money that they take from us is not rich people. No, it's not poor people. Again, that's it's partly everybody thanks that Bill produces. Gates. Thanks, really. Bill Gates. I, well, and poor people produce too, but you yeah. know what I'm talking about. The mm-hmm. people that produce the mess, the middle part, they're paying for everything. Absolutely. You know, I just they're going to double Californians' on, on, income on, tax, and it's on very thin margins. Like as much taxes as they take yeah. from everybody, it's a thin, realistically a thin margin. And then you're punished. When when you're talking about a government, a trillion dollars isn't a nothing anymore. No. So it's sad. Well, that's because of computing so, power. Like, we're, we're, so the so the so like the hundreds of it's, billions they're taking from the middle class is like chump change. It's sadly, the whole concept of you know, it's like we yeah. know exactly how much you owe us. Can you tell me that number? No. Yeah, no. But if I don't send you that money, you're going to put me in jail. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's that's ransom. I, yes. I, I hate that 1040 easy form because it's like it's clearly you have all the information and you want me to self incriminate myself. On this form. Yeah, it's voluntary. When you can just, uh, apparently, so if I've heard in like the UK, they don't file the taxes. It's just taken from them. Yeah. The, but if there's a mistake made, you can go through audit that and then dispute yeah. it. Yeah, you can dispute the audit. I, that seems like that's how it's supposed to be. If they're going to fucking take they taxes from us, why do I have to self-incriminate myself on a tax form? That's what it boiled down to. The 1040 easy, I think, is a violation of the Fifth Amendment. Let's be real. Um, income taxes. Income taxes. Just tax forms in general. Having to file these forms. If we're going to have an IRS, they should do their fucking job and just figure all the numbers out on their own. We just, they have. They have, exactly. And then they should just take the right amount of money. Why right? do we need it? Then you wouldn't be able to dodge taxes, first of all, and you wouldn't have to self-incriminate when you file your if 1040. If we had a national sales tax, we wouldn't need any of that stuff. That's true. Tons of Absolutely money. true. I agree. I'm just saying, if we're going to have what we have now, it should be more automated rather than like, I, I don't want them to take my taxes. But if they're going to take my taxes, why do I have to violate my Fifth Amendment? I've had to deal with the Veterans Administration my entire adult life. We need less government. I will die oh, yeah. on that hill. But the government won't shrink. We all know this. It's not going to happen. Well, but they're we... going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So we need to like throw a wrench into the gears to stop it. Well, in that part, I understand. Slow it down. Because <sighs> if we're not going to shrink it, we need to slow it down somehow. Because it's going to ever grow until it's a fucking dictatorship. There's, there's two. There's two ways to deal with that. It's either you tear it down or you join it. Or you well, and the joining it part is you get you enough get people that are like I did. You become deal. a federal employee. That's true. And if you're a federal employee, and people aren't going to be pissed. If they want to grow so much, then every person in America should be a federal employee. You know let's just about? go full. Do you know? Let's go full dictatorship. Do you know, do you know what the full masturbatory? <laughs> That's why they that like is, China. Though, That's why the they want China. That federal employees pay taxes. Yes. Oh, I have a good story about that. That kind of pay funny. their wages. That they pay taxes. It's a feedback on. loop. <laughs> the feedback loop on that is just. Yeah. This huge fucking circle. They gave Tom severance I, pay and then made him pay it back. It's soft communism. It's, if you, it's so. If you want to see how it would dumb. be, that's why I love. But that's the thing, though, is if about. everybody worked, then it then it is just communism because your money comes from the state, your money flows to the state, and then there's no inflation because it's a closed loop. Yeah, money doesn't come into well, it. Look at a Walmart. Money doesn't go look out. At, look at how Walmart treats their employees, right? So, like, I know you I get paid there. by Walmart yeah. for working there. Sure, but they know that you're going to shop at Walmart. 
Yeah, that 10%. So they're getting a lot of their money back. Yeah. And they give out all these bonuses because they know, like around Christmas time and shit, because they know you're just going to go right back to Walmart and buy your fucking... Amazon does the same thing. They know you're going to buy all your shit on Amazon because you're getting this 10% discount, so it seems like you're getting cheaper. And they pay you low enough that the federal government has to subsidize your health care and all that other stuff, too. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you might as well just... Work you for can free. buy into the stock shares. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So if you work <laughs> harder and make make the stock price go up, you make money on that. Uh-huh. Bull profit sharing. Shit. Yeah, yeah. No. Loose profit sharing. Yeah. I hate that. Winco actually does yeah. better profit Winco's sharing. Better. It's different if they give you the stocks. It's like a little bit of an incentive to work but harder. maybe we shouldn't support these companies by I doing think, it at all. I think if you work I mean, at yeah, Winco, like, I don't you, get shop a legit, at Walmart. you get a legit share of everything. That's what the, the Costco does, too. Now, that's what this, this decentralization is all about. Yeah. Now, during, like, a big lid got blown open with, like, the pandemic and the lockdowns and how everyone now realizes that, oh, the government is just working for these corporations now. Yeah, they because they got to like, stay open. Let's shut down every ma and pa shop for COVID regulations. But we have these five companies that are allowed to stay open Home only, Depot. and it's only the biggest ones in America. Yep, Home Depot, Walmart, all those guys got to stay open. Yeah. yeah. It's only the biggest corporations in America. Because they're... They're essential. But, but we got essential. the anti-work yeah. movement, guys. Workers have had it. Yeah. I, I'm I so that. excited. I love it so much because for years I've been saying, why are you allowing them to treat you this way? And yeah. they finally... And felt. finally... Millennials have been shit on enough that they're finally like, you know what? We have enough power to fuck people so, over now. To end, can, yeah. It's great. Let's so, end we should end the yeah. episode but on, a, on a point that I want to make because it kind of sure. ties everything we talked about together. So... Um, I, I've been pessimistic lately and you guys have heard it in the podcast episodes, right? I have a lot to rant and bitch about. Um... I'm starting to get optimistic, optimistic, optimistic about this. You can't even see because it. I'm now yeah. looking yeah, at I'm looking at it a little farther back. I zoomed out a little bit and realized, oh. in true American fashion, true American. how we've always been, we're, we're we we saw what was happening. We said fuck that, and now we're changing it. Okay, and from we'll- the ground up, grassroots. We're going fuck Walmart, fuck Jeff Bezos, fuck uh, Coca Cola. Fuck the whole food industry. Fuck the weapons industry. Fuck the monoliths. Can we still? We're going back to America, true Americana. Ma and Pa, let's fucking build up the American dream with the picket fence and the Chevrolet back when they were small, trying to compete in the world of fucking automotive industry, right? Back before they did all the shady marketing and back before all these MBAs got involved in every bit of all the bean counters happened, right? We're starting to go back to. The roots of the American dream, which is everybody can own some of the market share and have, you know, a piece of the pie. Yeah. The American pie. I'm starting to see that now. I'm starting to get more optimistic with this movement because... We're going to ask him this in four weeks. what happens. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to we'll revisit see. this. But no, because we are going to... We'll check go, back next quarter. We're yeah. going to go through some hardship with this because they're, these big names, these big, these big players in it, are not going to like losing... Well, the last time something similar like to this happened, Brady, our parents had to spend alternating days going and getting gas. So th- that's the yeah. thing. P- people's memories are short. We've went exactly. through bad things as a nation. We're going to get through this, too. Or we might not. Yeah. I mean, but in, again, like day, in, people are going to endure. In true American fashion, we're going to say no to globalism. And, and stick it to the man. Stick it to the man, hopefully. I would or, like my Pepsi warship. alternatively, we're going to get completely dominated by these forces, like the like the World Economic Forum and stuff. And it's going to become communist China here in America. And there'll be business so. meetings in my living room because I'll be yeah. at the movies? Uh-huh. Okay. We're, we're going to end up in a pod, owning nothing, eating bugs, and we're going to be happy. Well, this American won't, because can, can I'm we, not living that way. Can we trust the messaging that we're going to be happy? Because if we're going to be happy, why not live in the pod? 
But that's the thing. I'm like, pretty much. I'm happy pretty why not, much anywhere. Why can't? Why is it so bad to go into the Matrix, Katie? I don't want to. Is it so bad? Was in... it really that? Look at how the world was in the Matrix before Neo, um, you know, woke up. Right? Mm-hmm. It was normal life. Right? What's wrong with that? Um, we're living it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> don't give so, me that. Don't give me uh, that. What's wrong with it? Bullshit. After you've just gone off. But no, wait, wait, wait. What's wrong? What's wrong? No, no, no. What's wrong with the Matrix? Yeah. It fucking exists. Yeah, we're living it yeah, right now. But when you didn't know about it, right? The problem is <laughs> can we're I, can going I, in it willingly. Guys, if we didn't have right? problems, we'd but, all be dissatisfied. But, but look at the world. That he woke up into a complete fucking dystopia, complete post-apocalypse, and these unbeatable machines seemingly were were what you were up against, who were, you know, the dominating force. And it, it, God, this, I'm sorry to use the Matrix so much, it was such a perfect analogy, right? Sure. Can you find a better one? Because we're literally, no, because we're plugging is, in willingly, because our world is the same as the sentience we're ruling, right? It so is, like, it is a, it is a generation defining movie. Yeah. Yes. So my point is, is like, I just want everyone to think about, like, <laughs> I don't want to go into the Matrix, right? Because only because I've seen the movie, but like, the Zoomers, the Matrix in the movie was a simulation, was the just normal life we're all living. Outside of it sucked. You had to fight day and night to even eat, right? So you ate like rust flavor. Well, we've paste. talked about it before, though. Like, is our is our it, lives is that really so that bad right yeah. now? They're it, really not. Is it so good though? Like, what are we really fighting for? Autonomy. I, I'm so just. Yeah. I'm torn a little bit in a way. Well, now now you're just getting into existential crisis because yes. for so many years I live in a constant state of that. Thank well, you. Well, the problem was that for so long <laughs> it was just I'm gonna die tomorrow if I don't do this. And now it's, I'm pretty sure I could make it three days if I stop doing anything. Yeah. Yep. Because we, we generally have we the don't have And then the, even the then, someone yeah. will probably come to try to keep me alive. We have the nursing homes now that don't want the old people to die, right? Because like, South Park. we can't let the old people die. They have to live forever. Yeah. They have to, That guys. was very nicely done. can't let them die. God, I love that episode. We're yeah, gonna, that was nicely COVID. done. Well, then I only have one question left. Yes. Okay. Why do squirrels swim on their backs? That shocked us all. On that note. Yeah, oh yeah. Bye. Join the Discord. No, no. no. I, have the, I have the answer, too. Okay, I'd love to hear it. No, you Seriously, wanna, let's hear it. It's like, why do squirrels swim on their backs? Keep their nuts dry. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Well keep set. Keep nuts dry. I don't understand how that has okay. anything to do with what we talked about. I because think a joke is positive and it's... That's true. Yeah. And we're... Because good dad joke. That is, like good dad. That, is, that is the matrix right there. It's yeah. why, why is this happening? Well, take a look around and squirrels are swimming on their backs. Yeah. The simulation so, is broken, folks. I feel like we're good, guys. Uh, so we got the Eye of the Show Discord server. Um, check out Mom's Planning, the Dank Meme Smash. I had fun in that this week. Yep. Yeah, this, I actually had planning. You did. Uh, I've been less active in the Meme Stash. I'm sorry. Um, so, hey, but so I want to explain this real quick. Hey, life happens. Facebook changed their algorithms. Do you guys remember f- about a month back and they did that? There was that weird oh, yeah. controversy and that lady leaked how they're, they know, they know better, and they're damaging people's psychologies, they know better, right? Yeah. And then she got silenced or whatever, I don't know, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember all so, that, that was, that was three get, months did ago. Did she get Clinton? Ex- like, basically right after that, the algorithms changed to push um, more human-to-human interaction, right? Yeah. So, they downplayed the groups a little bit, because they were like, oh, people are waking up to the echo chambers, so they, they, they don't push as many groups mm-hmm. on your feed, they don't push as did many you get memes on memes? your feed. There's... A meme shortage, much like there's a meat shortage, right? That, that is not true. 
It's I not be, true technically. No, no, fucking Wendy keeps finding them somehow, and I don't know where she's so getting Wendy them. Wendy is magical. You actually we have, have to search. Like, she right? is a plant. We witch. need to get her on the Discord and add her to the meme stash because she will take care of it for us. I, we do, and we need to. Pl- Wendy needs to be our curator. She's got we some love her. really she good. She has ones. some Hi, Wendy, right? We love you, Wendy. Yeah. Um, like I love, I, I love the memes she provides me. I just don't share them because I. Uh, I should. I don't know why I don't, to be you, honest. Oh, I do it all the time. Do you know why? Because I feel like I'm just talking to you guys, and you guys have already seen them. Because our fucking Discord is literally just a group chat with us and, like, Jacob and a couple other guys. Like, it's, yeah. But they don't even... We love Jacob, Jacob rarely interacts, and the other two people on there don't even... Do you think that that's maybe our silence. fault for not providing content and witticisms that people actually want to hear? Are we going to have to evolve? I think, maybe. It's I mean, because we're not a true crime podcast. Let's be real. I have lots so, of... Okay. going forward... True crime? No, we're not a true crime. I'm just Karen, Karen asks us uh, when we're going to do a true crime. I'm getting uh. there. I'm trying to figure out, like, here's the thing, guys. I don't want to talk about the specific true crime events because, uh, like, there's are. already a thousand million podcasts. I don't want to sit here. We're not getting paid. So I don't want to do research and come out with, a, like, an educational episode about, like, Dr. Jeffrey Dahmer, Death right? I don't want to yeah. be a documentarist. What I want to talk about is, like, the, the, like, the philosophical... The, like the, constructs of true crime, or the phenomenon behind yeah, it. Fa- yeah, what the I want to fascination like, with it. Yeah, because I, so I had psychology a long, of it. I had a long conversation with Celine yesterday about this because, like, I don't care about necessarily the specific happenings. What I like to do is take all of them and, and look at the bigger picture, like, um, like the nature versus nurture argument. When we, we, we it seems like it's actually both, and it's a spectrum. And like, because well, what I'm fascinated by with true crime, I'll, I'll just lo- I'll say it real quick, and then we'll end. So, sure. what I'm fascinated with true crime is not the individual events, because I've watched enough murder porn. My brother used to be obsessed with it. I lived with him. It was always on ID Discovery Channel, which is the murder porn. You like channel. the motivation behind it? I've seen so much Law and Order. Okay. Ugh. I love the new one, Criminal Investigation Unit. It's really cool. Christopher Maloney is such a good actor. Um. Shout out to him and shout out to Happy. It's a really fucking good show. Shout out to the new Law and Order because it's less Law and Ordery. It's less murder porny and more like, like intense, intertwined in like these. Because he goes undercover now instead of doing sex trafficking crimes, he goes into mobs now and stuff. It's okay. really cool, really good. I recommend watching more, it on Hulu. That sounds more interesting. It's very much. It's more not just the shock and awe yeah. of this so, guy's blades are spattered. Yeah, so yeah. he like goes undercover now in like these mob rings and stuff, like these, like these, because uh, cool. uh, it's uh, it's um it's white white collar crime, like organized crime unit, right? So it's syndicate. Really crime. cool. So anyway, I digress. Yes, um, you did. So I've watched enough of murder porn. And I just, it's not as interesting anymore. It's, but what's fascinating to me is the overarching philosophical ideas of like, um, why is the reasoning behind the killing so vast and diverse? I love that because you can't pinpoint it on one thing. There's so many things. And then it brings you into like the conversation about like, why, um, do people in the military kill so many people, right? They don't get addicted to the killing. Maybe they do for a while, but then they get indifferent to it versus a serial killer who gets addicted to it and it becomes a sexual thing. And it's not always a sexual thing either. You know what I mean? There are people who are out there who... There are serial killers who weren't even psycho... Who weren't even psychopathic or, or sociopathic. They are just normal people. They have the same mental, like... Like emotional constraints as us, right? And they're, but they get addicted to after they do it. So you want a discussion so more about what is evil? Yeah, I love the, I love more like that kind of talk than like let's talk about it. So like in in nineteen eighty two, he 
you know. He, so you like philosophical truth. He put the crime. rag around her face. It's like, okay, there's plenty of other sources for the, the porn because you know everyone's getting off the on it. The theory of true crime yeah. as opposed to true crime. I like true crime so. theory. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, philosophical true crime. And I could, I could talk well, about that for that 18,000 episodes. That falls that falls into hypothesis. Yeah, we have talked that's, about that. Yeah, yeah. That's sure. what I love, those I kind of that. discussions. But um, so I, we will have that episode. Yeah. I think Multiple. we've talked about stuff like that before anyways. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. definitely... I love that we didn't intend to record today. No. I know, and if and we don't we get off we here, I'm going to pee my pants. Two, two fucking hours I think that's yeah. the episode, episode. title, Extra Big Ass Episode. Extra Big Ass Episode. Extra yeah. Big Ass Episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pop Bean. Fuck you, I'm recording. <laughs> Eye of the show. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm thinking. Fuck you, I'm thinking. I don't want it. Um, so here's the, the problem. The only way to post that episode title is in the fringe groups. So that's true. Um, that's true. So we have to get on Gitter apparently. <laughs> so we need something besides uh, Hive, though. Forget can you. We can can we tokenize our fucking podcast? Well, already, Randy please? and I got dropped. At those we're getting our yes, tokens, getting our tokens. So we should be able to do this. Yeah. I, we're working so on it. It's a non fungible. Well, we can be on the decentralized three speak network. Yeah, and we, we can put our podcast audio through there. We're working on it. it okay. It's it's a new it's a it's a, it's a frontier, frontier. It's not something yeah, that we are like just going to games on it too. So. Yeah, yeah, so we can do this. So on that note, on that note, uh, Discord, Twitter, blah 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 blah. Get the fuck over here. Spread us a fucking coffee. Can you please? Yeah. Okay, okay. Everybody knows. Everybody's listening to podcasts now. It's a big thing. Thanks, Joe Rogan. Thanks the the progenitors before him. Nobody talks about. Um, but, like, can you spread the word of our podcast to your friends who are only listening to true crime? Because they need a break. They're going to, they're going to, there's going to be a psychosis from watching too much true and crime. And also, we'll so interact with yeah, you. Yeah, we will. Like, we're one of those. We're, we're not, not big those yet. too big of people that yeah. we wouldn't. Well, even if we so, were, I'd still interact. Because we need, I like Lex Friedman. We need to go. Uh, maybe we, maybe we just suck and nobody cares. So, I don't That's know. Okay. <laughs> uh, we but still spread, like it. Please spread the word because, like, everyone We still get to have a good conversation yeah. every week. We so. do. Yeah. It's therapy for us. Yeah, we want it to be therapy for you. Because you need to get it into the out. I feel like we provoke deep existential thoughts and philosophical that's what, thoughts. Hypothes- and I, that's what I that was the intention of the podcast in the, in the beginning because it's like we, we always had these conversations while we were supposed to be paying attention to the D&D game we had <laughs> so well, yeah. we're like you know what let's just start a podcast and talk about it to a bunch of other people who don't it's care. organic intellectual examination like we yeah. like to, to check so stuff out I just I can't stress plus enough. Randy we and need Randy. you <laughs> and this is so cliche but we need you guys to spread the word because I can only do it so much well, we're also um, all parents. We're doing the best per- we can. It turns out, like, provoking people on Twitter isn't actually as uh, stress and effective as, as, you th- as you'd think. Brady has tried. So, I have tried. Um, doesn't work very well. I've got banned yet, though. I got the one I got the one strike, strike. went to Twitter jail. For talking about communism. You're not allowed to talk about communism in a, in a bad light, so don't do it. Um, you're not allowed to talk about China in a bad light. Don't do it. Did you guys see the newest J.P. Sears? Where he's talking about the, the very vague... Term community guidelines of all these platforms and how it's because they can shift uh, as yeah. needed. Yeah. Yet we can't. Or we have to still follow the rules as put. But they have can you shift been under it. the illusion anyway, that they follow the same um, rules? So I've been trying to break these rules and I just am not going hard enough. Apparently, so we'll see. Maybe right. I'll get banned this week. Okay. Uh, on that note. On that note. Bye. Bye. bye.